0: Today, we bask in the light of mustachio greatness that is right everybody as a 90s kid there is one western that comes to mind and that is 1993's tombstone we got the movie for christmas in 1994 and we put that vhs tape in that toshiba vcr and put that movie on that morning i even got a couple of video games that year and i think i just put them to the side i was like you know what it's tombstone time Let's just enjoy this as a family. Hell, I remember thinking that Wyatt Earp may be the baddest man in town, and even more so, could probably kick Batman's ass if he was good and ready to do so. I honestly forgot how much of this movie was like in the lexicon of my childhood until I revisited the film for this very episode. You know, I, I remember like saying this line, I remember saying that line, I remember my sister saying another line, so yeah, a, a movie just... Just filled with freaking like just lines back and forth. And because this is a very special occasion, I decided to bring on the Boys of the Grind Bin podcast. Yes, the Pod Fathers themselves. To not necessarily break this movie down scene by scene, but to kind of have a shakedown of this movie, I guess. We are, of course, honoring the legendary mustache for the second time in Mustachio Podcastio history. The mustache of Sam Elliott, who plays Virgil Earp or as Wyatt likes to call him, Verge. Now get on your horses and prepare to make a deal with the devil and play that shit theme song. It's the mustachio, Podcast, We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll face the we'll make the ghosts, and then we'll all go home. gaining the legendary hairy upper list. it's the Moustachio Podcast, you. Back to the mustachio podcastio i am excited today everyone i am absolutely i can't hold it in i've i've had way too many beers in anticipation for this but i think i'm gonna be okay i got i got three fingers of whiskey right beside me to just kind of coast it for the rest of this i don't know however long this lasts and i'm excited because as y'all know we're doing tombstone but i'm also excited because i am uniting two gentlemen I don't, know, I don't know them that well, but I'm pretty sure they're gentlemen <laughs> that have been super awesome dudes uh, to me for the most part, and they've allowed me to get my start in podcasting on their show, and they just sort of gave birth to the Mustachio Podcastio. Their names are Mike Wood and Bobby Trippet. Welcome to the show, guys.
1: Is this where we should? have po- We're sorry the show exists, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's on us. We apologize. We didn't realize how how far he'd take it. But no, it is uh, it is exciting to finally assemble this posse together to talk about this movie here tonight.
0: Oh, I know, man. Like, I I I what I think what trips me out the most is the fact that because you you've seen this movie, right, Bobby? Yeah. And the fact that I felt like I, this is one of those movies where I just feel like everyone's at least seen it or at least kind of seen like maybe it was on and they saw it on TV. But Mike, you're telling me you just never really saw this movie.
1: No. Never seen really? the movie until this last year. This is a first time watch. Yep. No no kidding. That's awesome. I am so definitely I'm of that first category that that Daniel was talking about of like, Yeah, I saw it once like back in you know I watched it in maybe ninety six, you know. And this is my <laughs> oh, first no. time watching it again to talk about it here. Yeah, I oh, think that, that's the thing, like, most people have this, like, kid view of this, right? Or at least in our age group. Yes. That it was like, man, that was a great, cool movie as a kid. Yeah, that was <laughs> Never a cool gonna, cowboy movie. Yep, not gonna revisit it as an adult, because I remember it as being good. Yes. Um, so <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, this you're is you're my right. first time watching it, um, and I have to say, we'll get into it in the episode, Daniel. This is a mess of a movie, but what a glorious mess. I really did enjoy myself. And this was a really easy watch. So uh, yeah, we can go ahead and wrap this up right now. It's a full Fu Manchu from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, you are right
0: on the fucking money. So what I think... Um, there, This movie does have a special place in my heart. I, I, We did get it the following Christmas after it was released. And by the way this is um this december i forget the exact date but this december will be 27 years that oh God, um, I'm old yeah i know that this movie since this movie was released and by the way this episode is going to be episode number 27 so it just kind of worked out
1: yeah.
0: like that wow but i remember i have this distinct memory of the, the the year that we got this movie uh for christmas we also got home alone 2 i believe perfect double feature Yes, yeah. perfect double feature there are, Honestly, as I was watching this There are some similarities
1: <laughs> and, uh, That part where Kevin McAllister dies in a sanatorium <laughs> Well, I don't know if you knew, Daniel But uh, Joe Pesci got cut as one of the cowboys He was originally in there <laughs> Joe Pesci
0: should have been uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton's character
1: Oh, god, good no! there is no way he's getting slapped around by Kurt Russell <laughs> no, 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 no However, I would like to see Joe Pesci as Wyatt Earp. I would pay money, good money to get that <laughs> oh <my> going. God. <laughs> you see this You see this badge right here? Yeah, yeah, it means I'm a marshal, you motherfucker.
0: <laughs> so in Home Alone 2, there's a scene where Daniel Stern's going up the stairs, and he says, I hope your parents got your tombstone for Christmas. And I, yeah. I heard it. I was like, hey, I did get tombstone for Christmas. <laughs> I sure did. And, and it's also one of those movies where the, it's so it's weird how there's good, there's pretty decent like blood and, you know, pretty graphic stuff, and, but there's no boobs, so it, it's okay for a nine-year-old to watch it.
1: Of course, that's <laughs> always how parents are. And we should say, the reason for that is directed by the man who directed Cobra and oh. <laughs> Rambo 2. <laughs> Was it, though? Uh, yeah, we'll get into that. Oh, is there is there like sort of a mixed... Um Oh, it's a well, when I said this movie's a mess, Daniel, I wasn't kidding. I thought that while I was watching it and then when I started reading into it I'm like, "Oh, oh, it was a legitimate mess." Yeah, so, I wasn't the, wrong. Um, the inmates started running the asylum.
0: <laughs> oh, it's one of those. Yeah, and and, and I I'm, I I haven't done the cold open yet, but I'm hoping that Daniel mentions it in the future that this is going to be one of those episodes where this is well, actually this is the first discussion series so i'm Ooh. not going to be going scene by scene we're just going to be talking about it so that's cool mixing some
1: background and we'll go back and forth about it and see where the conversation goes
0: yeah um and mustachio podcast wise this movie has every mustache on my ranking list oh my god pretty does. much it's amazing the amount of mustaches this movie is just mind-boggling
1: well <laughs> awesome. okay so the director the cobra guy um, yeah. Apparently his son, by the way, directed Mandy. So there's a lot of talent in that family. Absolutely. Um, he said, Daniel, that the only real things in this movie are the lightning and the mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> I clapped to you yourself. Which I think needs to become the new slogan for the podcast. <laughs> the only real things are the lightning and the mustaches. And I read that and I was like, uh-huh, yeah, Kurt Russell... He can grow a wired herb I don't think so. Actually, <laughs> hold on, because have you seen that's Kurt real. Russell in his last, like, four movies? He's got the exact same mustache. Wow. wow. That's real, dude. He just grows yeah. that shit in, and he just left it there.
0: Wow. He could have been one of those actors that's known for their mustache, but he just only worked it in here and there. Um, in fact, that's why we're honoring, we're really folk. you know, well... This is really my focus is Sam Elliott because he, this will be a second time that we honor him. But also, he's just the most genuine. He lo- looks like they f- like went on like took a little time machine and got this motherfucker and brought him over
1: to the movie set. Uh, honestly, that's no matter what movie he appears in. Shit, I was on that one too. I'm like the Sam Elliott guy now. You are. The oh Sam, man, you're the Sam that's Elliott. A good one to be. Mike is the Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, if if you had to say who each of us represents, I'm more of a Sam Elliott. He's more of a Burt Reynolds. That is true. <laughs> but my my word, the mustaches! It's hard to even decide who had the best mustache. It is. I mean, you got I, Powers uh... Booth in here looking like the Tapatio guy. Oh, <sighs> that is great. I, I and, and I, I was Bain, so happy. Like Michael Bain should never have been clean shaven again. Yeah, no, he looks <laughs> way better. I look. I love Powers Booth, and I did not know that he was in this movie. But when I saw him, I was like, "Yes!" Like I did my <laughs> Home Alone, Kevin McAllister. There's that little that little tinge in your head that went, "I got the powers." <laughs> you just Mike just smiles. You're <laughs> no, I'm I think he is a great character actor, and as far as the bad guy movies, like he did one of my favorite Van Damme movies. He's in. Uh, the one where Van Damme's that security guard at a hockey arena. Oh, a Sudden Death. Sudden Death, yeah. Oh. Powers Booth's the bad guy in that. He's fantastic. And I mean, have not just... seen that. Oh, that's a great one. I need to watch it now, for oh, sure. Oh, it's so good. You can make a whole, like, um, a marathon night of just, like, you know, trouble at the sports arena movies. <laughs> I mean, that one's one of my favorites only because of Powers Booth. He's, he's so fantastic, good. man. As the bad guy... And we could say like he actually can become a character. Um, unlike two people in this movie, I have to say that while they were they were good, Kurt Russell and Bill Paxton, every movie they're in, they're just themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I would like to say. One Bill
0: Paxton has like one of the best. I just got shot and it hurts. Faces, <laughs> <laughs> like one of the best. Faces. Ah. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Ah. <laughs> he gets he gets kind of glossy eyed. It's so good.
1: What oh, I love about Kurt Russell is Wyatt Earp. He's like, no, I'm just gonna do me. <laughs> There's not gonna be any sort of accent work. There's yeah, not gonna be true. any sort of different range. It's gonna be Kurt Russell, me as Wyatt Earp. I think him and
0: um, Thomas Hayden Church they just sound like them. Like, <laughs> but Thomas Hayden Church kind of has a twang to him so it worked out fine but yeah kurt russell is yeah. literally just kurt russell in this movie.
1: thomas hayden church as the character of pig pen in this movie he's
0: just got <laughs> he's a little dirty boy in constant, this movie
1: <laughs> constant dirt and flies around him all the time <laughs>
0: dude ike oh my god ike is such is maybe beats him by a notch of
1: dirtiness like he's he, just but he a, beat him by a clump <laughs> a couple of clubs, you just beat them. Yeah, those just... are two dirty boys. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you, you really notice it when you see someone that is as clean and pristine as a young Billy Zane.
1: Like, <laughs> oh god, Billy Zane is so good for his brief moment in this movie. Him and Billy Bob. T- There's so many great moments in this movie. Like people who either who go on to be more famous. They have, like, the bit roles in this movie, which is great. Uh, What was it? Um, Oh, yeah. uh, Was it Terry O'Quinn showed up as the mayor?
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. The villain
1: from The Stepfather, who got a late career resurgence thanks to Lost. Yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. You know, Bobby, I thought that guy was familiar. Yeah, Yeah, that was The Stepfather, man. Wow. No, he's the guy from Lost. (laughs) 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 I didn't even watch that show. I did not watch that show. Everyone knows he's the guy from Lost. But, yeah, like, I, I remember yeah. seeing that face, right? Because yeah, he's, like, yeah. the guy in the commercial all the time. Yeah. For I never a show I'm Lost not going to watch. He spent most of that show just, like, sitting by the water, staring off at the ocean. <laughs> I remember when that show ended. Like, when they were, like, the shocking, serious conclusion to Lost. And, I like, I'd never seen an episode where I'm like, I mean, they're all dead. Yeah, <laughs> And that's what it was, so... Which historically is great because everyone went, they're dead, right? And the showrunners were like, no. And then, and then when it got they, to yeah. the end, they're like, yeah. They were. Shut up.
0: <laughs> and I do love the fuller-faced Billy Bob Thornton. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, man, Fat Thornton? I love him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, Chunky like, Bob Thornton? I was like, I like that he's looking like one of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. like he just <laughs> The stars like, are just what? like us. They just <laughs>
0: brought us in on the set, playing asshole.
1: I, I was like, look, yeah, that's great, man. Hey, Billy come Bob's on set play an asshole. <laughs> like, he's just doing one of us, you know? <laughs> like, it's good
0: shit, man. Like, I just have and you're right uh and i'm i hope to learn some more background from you but it makes sense that this is a mess but i think because of that i remember as a kid because uh, i saw it a bunch of times we had the vhs i just kept watching it and watching it i remember i would start getting bored and then something awesome would happen or someone would say a really cool line it oh, was like a so movie much of, of that in this it's just it's yeah
1: it's little quotes that people i mean how many people have you heard say the huckleberry line yeah who how many people say the huckleberry line and haven't seen this movie
0: you know? No kidding. I mean how many people say geez, good ay, <laughs> My
1: my favorite is when uh the one guy goes to Kurt Russell. I don't even remember the exact line, but he goes, We don't take kind of your parts around here, Law Dog. You savvy Yeah. And I was like, savvy. What? <laughs> <laughs> savvy and then the Pirates of the Caribbean music played and he <laughs> hopped on a ship.
0: <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Yeah, I love I love a lot of the random shit that they say and the the score to the movie as well is it, it's awesome but at the same time there's parts where it's like i think it's really hilarious when every and this is a common trope in movies but every time josephine comes through the music changes to their little
1: romance theme song even <laughs> like in really dark
0: moments it just comes through but i'm like I,
1: I gotta say regarding the score daniel the uh, the person who did the score is uh, bruce broughton Who most famously, for me anyway, and maybe for people in our generation, is the guy who did the Tiny Toon Adventures theme song? Oh shit! Well, yeah, (laughs) a lot of similarities. Like every time, um, hear it. uh, Wyatt Earp's wife's on screen, all uh, high on opium. Just sounds like Tiny Toon song.
0: She's so good. Oh, she good. was great.
1: Uh, I like n- how Karen
0: just oh, <laughs> 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 can't tell that she's addicted to something. You're She's, you are she's right.
1: literally just like sitting on her bed pillow laughing like Dudley Moore and he doesn't think anything's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you take it easy on that, uh, that stuff they gave you, huh? Shut up. I'm fine. <laughs> 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 uh, honey, I'm over here. <laughs> 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 hey, how about we run off together and get room service? Room service? What are you shut up which is so stupid like that that would
0: be a drug addict's dream like <laughs> you mean I just get fed and I can just get high in the
1: hotel that sounds dope <laughs> so you know My what life lives movie. that life now <laughs> Do you know what's really crazy is that apparently so the director from Cobra did he was uh, doing some of the editing right like it was he was part of that process he actually cut out a sex scene between Wyatt Earp and his love interest early in the movie whoa so like he fully fully cheated on his wife like they actually went for that okay Uh uh-huh and he cut it out of the movie i think very smartly actually i mean to be fair you don't need to see it no also it's it's not gonna help the story at all i mean we'll get into it but like that ends up being really the only like driving plot (laughs) at some point (laughs) well that uh is due to kurt russell from what i read uh, he had an influence kurt on the russell, story he had an influence on the script he had a, uh, the the what i understand and mike you could tell me out with this too i'm sure you read up on this too uh the reason i went did he when you said about the director of cobra doing this is that uh from what a lot of people say including val kilmer uh that kurt russell pretty much directed this movie all right so what um, happened okay was that the original director had written this giant movie like an epic and it covered. This multiple is like Mario Puzo's Superman script. Yes, and it car co- it covered multiple storylines and multiple characters. Like there was like stuff with the cowboys, and then like the mayor and all this stuff. And like everybody had their own storylines, and it was this giant epic. And you know, it re- it was more like um, who's a chimino's uh, Heaven Gate. Like, it was just oh, yeah. a frickin' mess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well over three hours worth of movie. So this thing gets so far behind schedule, they fire the director, and while they looked for a new director, they just told Kurt Russell to start directing the movie. So he uh, just... Yeah kept doing the movie while they brought in the director from cobra who had the script completely rewritten and they threw out like 90 percent of the material yeah from what i understand kurt just basically kept on keeping on directing the movie he's just pulling entire chunks out of the script basically uh from what i noticed is that the stuff he did all the stuff he decided to keep was the stuff between him and val yeah yeah it was just like yeah my stuff's the important stuff fuck all this other shit and yeah, like so could have just called this Wyatt Earp except <laughs> well yeah <laughs> except we have a deep impact Armageddon situation yeah, because we really Kelly really Costner was making a Wyatt Earp movie at the same time that's right so what happened was the director from Cobra showed up on set and he was like well I guess Kurt's kind of got it And he's just like, hey, Kurt, you need me to go get you a Coke or something? Like, they both agreed on the rewrite of the script and everything. Like, they brought in a new guy, which, by the way, the original director sued the studio or threatened to sue them. So they put him on as a producer instead of one of the writers. And he is now credited as a director on IMDb. Uh, but Whoa. Kevin Jari I believe, is his name, was fired from this movie because it was just it was a freaking mess. But Kurt- that does kind of uh, fill in why you have such big names playing such small roles in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I can see that. Originally, they were supposed to do a lot more with, you know, Chuck Heston, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. or you know, what was it Ike Clanton is Stephen Lang, who you may know from uh, from Avatar, and uh, he played oh, the yeah. blind guy in Don't Breathe. That's yeah, right. he was good in that one. And uh, just a lot of a lot of big name actors, or at least ones who are very talented actors, who are just kind of hanging out in this movie.
0: Yeah, I wanted a lot more Michael Roker. I wish he always. Oh, a oh man. Bit more.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just like two scenes. For, he didn't even get to talk until like two hours into the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I don't even think that's his body that comes up with a <laughs> horse. <horror. laughs> that looks like something like a person. hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> It's Big Mackerson. They <laughs> turned it into a hot dog, sons of bitches.
1: But if you watch this movie, you can clearly tell that like a lot of all those gunfights, like that they just do real quick. It was like I think they just had this, yeah. and like there was a part where they just accelerated the hell out of it and just kept one storyline.
0: And maybe that was for the better because I, I think the reason why especially after its theatrical release it did pretty well is it's an easy watch for me i feel like it's a pretty easy two hours oh and yeah it's simple
1: it's yeah. not a really complex story and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that like you know, i was talking about it today with my wife and i was asking her like what what do you even consider like the first act break because like what is Wyatt Earp's actual desire that he wants to fulfill he doesn't want to do law anymore. <laughs> he doesn't he want, want to do anything. He tombstone. He got there in like the first ten minutes. I
0: love like, how. Uh, by the way, maybe one of the greatest, int- and I've said this probably three times on my own show, but maybe one of the greatest introductions of a character where he just walks off a train and then smacks a dude with a horse whip in the face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hurts, don't it?
1: <laughs> it's a classic. Save the cat, right there. By the way. Yep. You right immediately away. immediately like, like him.
0: Even though in real life
1: Wyatt Earp was a very questionable. Character. Okay, yeah. Did you? Okay, I have this. I say this Well, I grew up, up reading about this. I'm from Texas dude. <laughs> you, you were a massive Wyatt Earp fan.
0: Uh, I was, like I said, I was a Johnny Ringo guy. You know, gets the grade. I used to say old proverbs <laughs> about hell coming and shit like that.
1: <laughs> okay. So I wrote down this piece of trivia I really loved for my IMDb. Okay. In 1928 billy breckenridge published his memoirs of life in tombstone and the old west titled hell dorado bringing the law to the mesquite which by the way can we just take a second to talk about a book in 1929 called hell dorado yeah hell yeah (laughs) Dude. dude wyatt Earp was portrayed as a thief pimp crooked gambler and murderer contrary to the image Earp had built around himself Erp loudly protested the book's contents until his death in 1929. So basically, like one year, and then his wife continued afterward. Historical investigations have since proven Breckenridge's description of Erp to be accurate. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, Wyatt, oop. <laughs> but I think I think that's what makes him a. Uh, I think that's what made him a notorious lawman was the fact that yeah, this guy, he's in it for himself, and if he needs to get rough or something like that like i think he was known for being pretty dangerous and he wasn't like a peacekeeper so i think that's it that kind of explains why when people find out about him in the movie um they seem incredibly intimidated <laughs> like everyone knows about the shit that he did in dodge city and
1: and all he's like fucking stuff. dolomite of the west yeah this guy coming around. probably the best description right he's he's old west dolomite <laughs> he
0: goes from dolomite to the punisher real quick <laughs> real quick holy shit but i do what what is your what is y'all's just kind of kicking off and we'll kind of flow through this movie a little but just what is y'all's opinion on the starting off with narration and like the whole old timey film look and all this is the part where we sort of i guess shake down the movie it has cowboys and some lawmen and a guy with um tuberculosis
1: da uh, I, I got pretty I like excited that. seeing that opening part. I really like the way that was depicted. And I especially like that they used that uh, that super old footage of the of the unknown actor shooting at the camera. Yeah. That made audiences <laughs> dive out of their seats. <laughs> did That's you know, the actual footage from that. Apparently Robert Mitchum did the voiceover. Yeah. yeah. And his son is like a ranch hand in this movie. So you no think shit. that at the end of the movie, Robert Mitchum was just kind of jabbing that one actor being like, and he cried. He cried like a bitch.
0: I know. I was going (laughs) to say, the way this movie is, could you imagine, like, your legacy? (laughs) You're, like, this famous actor, and he's like... (laughs) And the last line is, like, this guy cried like a little bitch.
1: I know. I was like, damn, shots fired, Mitchum. Like, right as the credits roll.
0: (laughs) You think he just... Maybe he did just throw it in there. He's like, I can't stand that mixed guy. He's like, (laughs) yeah, do something about it. I'm dead. (laughs) So... So yeah, so this is all happening. 1879. Uh, that's what he's all saying during this like narration. You know, Civil War is over. I like that they kind of mixed in because um, I do kind of like this. Narrative. I normally don't, but I, I think it works here. And I like that they show Doc Holliday. Like they actually show Val Kilmer, and they tried to kind of mix it with the old film and kind of make it look the same. But um, it kind of yeah sets you up. And maybe this was added after because of the fucking mixed bag of you know i think so (laughs) i think it was like
1: we nobody knows what the fuck's going on when they get off this train
0: (laughs) 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 and i love how i love how so it kicks off like like bobby said you see a cowboy shoot the screen i love that it goes straight to um you see all the cowboys they're all riding hard and they're coming down and then we see people getting married. And this is again where the music really makes me laugh because it's like, dun, 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 right? And then it's the beautiful mariachi music. Yeah. It. And it's all like, oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's so intense man but uh yeah that opening scene really this this is a classic um you get your kurt russell and you really like him and and then in the beginning of this one you get the cowboys and you learn to not like them because they really yeah because they murder everybody at a wedding (laughs) it's like punisher it's a real (laughs) shoot the cat right (laughs) yeah the real shoot all the cats kind of style (laughs) like damn (laughs) although i wish i could wear um i if i i don't i probably won't but if i ever get married again i would love to wear that <laughs> shit they're wearing like at the wedding it just looks dope. oh man it's you're like, going full, full suits
1: yeah you're going, you're going mexican cop on it i'm gonna go full <laughs> mexican popo dude <laughs> 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 oh man now, i'm gonna nice show tonight. up to that wedding there's just a big red sash and watch you start sweating.
0: oh oh shit you killed two of our guys <laughs> I'm going to be like, you go to hell! <laughs>
1: and then you get to say
0: you first. <laughs>
1: it's going to be great, man. Yeah, we. Should oh, do your lady's going to love it.
0: Dude, a full reenactment of that scene? We <laughs> just
1: reenact the whole
0: scene. <laughs> and don't fill
1: in any of the bride's family. <laughs>
0: Dude, that's going to be like $6,000 worth of those squibs. Worth every
1: penny. Holy shit. <laughs> oh man, Mike and I just roll up and throw two red sashes on the ground in front of you (laughs) (laughs) we'll make Tim the priest
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah, it's good stuff this whole opening scene I I, I Tim's gonna be like
1: if Joe Pesci was in Tombstone (laughs) oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for sure
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: But yeah, I agree, though. I know this is a great opening scene. It's good. Um, you know, you get your
0: first look at Johnny Ringo, who, like I mentioned, he, for some reason as a kid, I just like Johnny. I guess because he's like that mysterious dude and he's just kind of like
1: crazy. And. Uh, <laughs> You really just, modeled yourself after a young Ringo back then. I, I
0: did, you know. He, he doesn't even try that hard. Like, acting-wise, I mean, he just kind of keeps a low demeanor, and then every now and then he kind of makes a crazy face, and then he goes back to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is a young Daniel. Just He'd be <laughs> fine in class, and then you look over, he'd be doing some sort of crazy face, and then just go right back to normal. And
0: oh, <laughs> And he shoots, he shoots a damn priest. And I remember as a little kid, that was, like, way scary like i grew up catholic so that was like oh my oh my
1: gosh like that seems so so evil to me and i had
0: already seen like hellraiser
1: so like, you know. <laughs> like damn dude pinhead wouldn't even shoot a priest that's fucked up john <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> Pinhead just has a little respect you know
0: <laughs> but yeah I, I uh i just i just think they set it up well and and maybe it, it is the more you talk about how hodgepodge it is the more I'm quickly realizing like yeah this movie is like just a bunch of shit thrown together and it kind of rolled out okay but
1: (laughs) what seems to me we're just playing cowboy out here yeah getting it all in film what seems to me is that like this was not intended to be a cold opening this seems like it was a complete storyline that they basically (laughs) filmed like this part of and they're like well shit we should definitely use that because what better way to introduce the world and the bad guys than that scene
0: yeah I mean, shit, you get your first like a curly bill, and my Lord, Jesus, what a dirty fellow I got you gotta like a guy that just sort of announces his name, <laughs> lets everyone know what he what he's about. If I come around here, don't fuck with me. I just lets everyone know what's up. and it's so fucked up. like he's already killed all the all the mexican cops so all you have are a bunch of like villagers and a guy that has like a little fruit stand and he's just yelling at him don't you fuck with me and they're like well, I'm, th- I'm not like i just sort of like <laughs> you've already killed the people that would have so you're good
1: yeah the only person you left alive was machete <laughs> <laughs> they should do a, a
0: western machete like maybe he gets into a time machine
1: or like we just flash back to machete's grandfather Oh. And it's just—it's still Danny Trejo, just same <laughs> outfit, same everything.
0: Boy, I look a lot like him. Yeah, <laughs> that would be very interesting. Um, oh, and then uh, of course we we do get our uh, our introduction with Sam Elliott and Bill Paxton. They come through because uh, this whole first part is basically they're trying to get to Tombstone.
1: Oh my and, God! And uh, this scene <laughs> where they all where it's him and bill paxton and kurt russell and they all line up with their women and they're like kurt russell goes wait hold on look at us all in that mirror
0: yeah and then uh, i'm, I'm like, like what morgan tries to <laughs> look say at so us. He's like oh look he's like shut the fuck up we're looking in the mirror <laughs> i know it's like
1: what <laughs> what is this they're looking like through a shop window where they can see their reflection they're like
0: is that nice
1: this was i did this the last time we did a live show <laughs> Shut up, Bobby. Just just look. Just just, look just, just enjoy this moment with me. <laughs> look it's at like, us. Uh, they're posing for a non existent photo op. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they were so setting weird. up the movie poster. Back then, that's all you had were Your
0: was your memory, man. You just had to freeze frame that shit. Well,
1: apparently, Daniel, there was. Uh, apparently, the real fight at the OK Corral took place in the back lot of a photo studio. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> there was one in Tombstone. Yeah, there were, there were two it. shootouts that day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 that OK Corral fight, just uh, a full minute of pure intensity. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's, just <good. laughs> I, it's weird because they make it seem like this is going to, especially the movie, makes it seem this is going to be the most epic thing you're ever going to see in your fucking life. And, you know, yeah. it's a gunfight, fa- it's a gunfight, like, <laughs> yeah, people get chapped, stuff happens, but uh, it, it, it tries its best, it, you know, the... Because I think in reality, stuff like what happens at the OK Corral probably happened all the damn time. It just was the, I guess, the individuals involved is what made it special, I suppose. But, you know, it's, it's a gunfight. <laughs> we also are introduced to... Uh, <laughs> we do get to meet Val Kilmer, of course. Um, what is y'all's impression of um,
1: Val Kilmer's performance in this movie? <laughs> I mean, little, you know. <laughs> best, best by far. Like, he is having a hell of a time.
0: Matter of fact, uh,
1: go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, it works for once. Because there are a lot of times where (laughs) Val Kilmer, like, you know, we've seen Island of Dr. Moreau. It's like, he's doing something, but it's not working. In this movie, it works. And I'm like, well. This is one of the good ones. (laughs) You know, if you swing for the fences, you don't always hit a home run. But sometimes you do, guys. Now, get this, fellas. I read that this performance was what convinced Schumacher to get Val Kilmer for Batman forever. Oh, man. What about his performance as Doc Holliday was like, there's my Batman, dying of tuberculosis. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: good at bleeding from the mouth.
1: <laughs> Just keeps coughing into a handkerchief. Like I always imagine, like, a real sweaty Batman with, like, an aristocrat voice. <laughs> <laughs> But no, his his performance is legendary in this. This is one of the things that makes this movie have the uh, the lasting power, I think. And yeah. I feel like again, okay, because Island Doctor Moreau, you're talking about another movie that lots of director halfway through. I feel like Val Kilmer at some points, like you know what, fuck, I'm just doing my thing, like. <laughs> This is a fucking mess once again. I think a difference though is on on Dr. Moreau, Val Kilmer was one of the reasons the director left. <laughs> Are you sure he yes. wasn't the reason this guy? I mean, it could be. Knowing what I what I've heard about Val Kilmer and Kurt Russell at times, you know, it's just like, yeah, I get it. I think this director climbed a tree and refused to come back down.
0: <laughs> I think there was I feel like, I mean, I don't know, but I feel like Kurt Russell has a level of intensity that maybe it it there was a a little bit of fear in Val Kilmer that he was like, I don't want to be that shitty because I think Kurt Russell might absolutely knock me out
1: <laughs> at some point. It's like the one time that Val Kilmer doesn't think he's king shit of fuck mountain. <laughs> exactly.
0: I think that's why he wasn't probably as dramatic or, you know, argumentative as he's been in other films. But we do get to see him stab Frank Stallone.
1: So <laughs> I loved that. I was a big fan of that. I need him to do that in more movies.
0: It's Ed Bailey
1: just, just at any point Val Kilbert just turns and stabs Frank Stella <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah because uh you know um uh, Doc Holliday is another questionable person he goes around uh it's weird how they introduce us to him they're like here's this piece of shit who's so cool you can't help but like him
1: yeah, this it is, good is a, it is an interesting character, though, that, like, a dentist who is dying who just becomes, like, a gunslinger and a gambler because he kind of hopes that he'll be killed through those means before the TB takes him. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which, that's pretty heavy and pretty dope he could for a character. Though. It's just like, because who gives a shit I'm dying either way? I mean, great save the cat moment again, uh, killing St- Frank Stallone, like you guys said, you know. Ah, so you know you're going to like him. with Frank Stallone. Yeah, you're going to love him immediately. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. killed it the more talented sympathy. Stallone. <laughs> the one who can sing.
0: You also get another one of the classic lines where he's like, you're not wearing a bustle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, behan first starts, he, inter- he uh, welcomes them to Tombstone. He gives them a bunch of his spiel, and I'm a very influential person here, blah, 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 and they don't give a fuck about him. Then they talk to Fred. And then Fred t- points out this casino and he's like, yeah, there's this guy in there. It's a nice casino, but this guy in there's like a real dick and nobody wants to go in.
1: <laughs> Which was so-, so weird when you see this, it's like why wouldn't the cowboys just take care of this shit? Like <laughs> this guy's not even part of the gr- the gang or anything. And apparently this
0: um the guy he's that got he- a Lone
1: Wolf asked her
0: apparently apparently um this person that, that Billy Bob Thorne, Johnny Tyler, did have some kind of an organization as well um, in real life. Like He was an actual person and had a real organization. And he did bump heads a lot with the Earps um, and with the Cowboys. But in this movie, they decided to portray him more as a kind of a, a all bark, no bite kind of...
1: Yeah, they really drag his ass. They drag him bad. Like, that <laughs> scene... Although,
0: Billy Bob is so <laughs> fantastic because you could just
1: hear him yelling in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, that. there's only one person on earth that has that voice.
0: Yes, yeah. It hits you hard, like right away. You're like,
1: I know who the fuck that is.
0: <laughs> feel like I'm playing with my sister's kids. <laughs> Good
1: <for> nothing, <laughs> He's so great. It's just... <laughs> I love Billy Bob so much.
0: Yeah, I know. He's fantastic. And in this little scene pretty awesome I, I remember this scene really staying with me <laughs> even though i was i was never i was never i guess it was because like i was like i'll never be that like kurt russell like that's awesome he goes up and he just slaps the shit out of this guy and he wins himself a casino <laughs> see he's just like i said
1: billy bob plays us guys that's just <laughs> <laughs> the highest we can uh, uh amount to is like a pudgy man who one day took over a casino because he's an asshole and then he'll eventually get slapped by Kurt Russell type, and you know, I mean, that's my dream. <laughs> I do like
0: the bartender too. I think it, I don't. I feel like I've seen that guy in some stuff, but uh, he's just. I just. He's a classic, classic bartender from like a western bar. I just enjoyed his presence <laughs> in the movie. I do like the the one part where um, this is a little later in the movie, but where. Uh, Ike slaps the shit out of the bar. He, like, backhands the bartender. He's like, I don't take no mouth from no bartender either. <laughs> 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 like, there's just so many good parts like, in this whole movie. This is, I don't know, man. It keeps me going. Every
1: it is time. weird, though. Like, they get into town, and, like, the first thing, he's like, yep, got us a casino. Got 25% yeah, of the take.
0: He's just kind of, like, cleaning off his hands.
1: bada beep, bada-boom. <laughs> just slapped like, around a billy bob and there you go sometimes <laughs> just you gotta just gotta slap oh and that's when he he
0: finally runs into doc Holliday, and you see billy bob walking and he's got a shotgun and doc holiday says well johnny tyler you <laughs> mad cat
1: where you going with that shotgun <laughs> <laughs> this is a hell of a performance you're putting in Daniel. <laughs> you're doing the impression early
0: Oh, yeah, this is going to be pretty much all a bunch of impressions. y'all. You know, this is all I got for this for this one.
1: I didn't even take too many notes. I just love this movie. so. I love that part, though, like after they have a full conversation and Billy Bob's still just standing there, Kilmer looks over at me and he goes, Oh, yeah, Johnny, I forgot you went over there. I love that. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> so good. You may go now. Oh, shit, right. <laughs> yeah, you may go now. And I like when Kurt Russell just goes, Yeah, leave the shotgun. And he tries to hand it to him. He goes, No, I said leave it. <laughs> <laughs> oh just sunning this guy. <laughs> so bad and he even says sorry.
0: Yeah, he says sorry
1: for- <laughs> or like yeah, thank just, you. See, like I said, he's just one of us, guys.
0: <laughs> he's like thank you for not hurting me. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. And then it's then B hand's punk ass comes around and he's trying to make the town seem good. And of course this is when we meet uh Turkey Creek Jack Johnson and John Texas Jack Vermilion. That's their names apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah when kurt russell says their full names you know and it's like oh these are characters that to get to know no yep who cares because who don't cares worry about, about, about that
0: it. because this is when it's so funny because i don't know it's it, you're supposed to be looking at josephine i can't stop looking at billy zay you know? like
1: that guy's the beautiful one look at him my god look at him what a god on earth when uh i was watching this with my wife last night she yelled bring back men's capes <laughs> seriously <laughs> He sports it like a boss too. <laughs> he just walks around like. Something to be yeah. said about a cape. You man. gotta, you gotta be Billy Zane to pull it off. man. You can't, not every schmo can do. You don't you think know. I can carry around like a big velvet cape everywhere I go? Oh, you're definitely up there, Billy <laughs> Zane, Mike. I think yeah. if anybody, you can do it. I couldn't, but you definitely could.
0: <laughs> I don't know what he says in that scene where they're in the theater,
1: but whatever it is, like he's like,
0: "Upon St. Christmas Day." <laughs> If you can do that, you get to have a cave.
1: <laughs> That's the key. You got to be able to pull that off. I do that all the time in the Trader Joe's. So, <laughs> oh, Mike does Mike does a Trader Joe's Faust you need to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times people will be like, "Who's that guy?" And then some guy will whisper, "It's Faust." He's doing Faust. <laughs> 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 like, I'm just going to reach around him real quick to get to the uh, cauliflower rice. No, Yeah, no, I do it at the new items just to really piss everybody off because they all oh, want to see what oh. those new monthlies are, but you're going to have to wait. Oh, man. <laughs> you're such a bastard. I like to whip my cape if people come close, you know. <laughs> it just as the hand reaches it? No. <laughs> Ooh, it
0: could be good for for promoting social distancing. Just kind of whip the cape. Get away. Whip
1: the cape. <laughs> Minimum six feet from my cape, please. Thank you. <laughs> so they
0: you know they and we do end up seeing them in that theater scene I enjoy the reckless abandonment of just shooting your guns in the air
1: and yeah, that's wild. Like that's how the crowd showed that they were enjoying the the stage show—is they just went off like the Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Or if they don't like it, they shoot the juggler. Like they shoot his. Oh <laughs> one yeah, of his bowling pins. Yeah. To
0: well, that, the guy
1: from Big Fat Greek Wedding is in this movie. Y'all. <laughs> oh, uh, what is his name? Um, damn it, I can't remember his name now. Off the top of my head. Um.
0: It is. Uh, John Fat.
1: Corbett. <laughs> John yeah, it's Corden, John. oh yes yeah yeah that's him yeah and he goes I mean <laughs> and then, juggling
0: I think even now I think juggling is kind of <laughs> I don't think it's cool but I'm still like I can't
1: do that <laughs> that seems pretty difficult I, I man line it. in the sand Daniel yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it right now I don't think juggling is cool fuck well, you
0: I'm just saying I do at least respect the art and he's just like oh I know this sound bitch this guy's want to throw shit and catches stuff and
1: <laughs> he just shoots his yeah, fucking no. j- <laughs> look, look at this guy know. juggling four oranges blam three oranges <laughs> What a great description of juggling. I know this guy. He just throws stuff and catches it. And then he shoots the fucking bowling pin.
0: He's like, they're shooting at us. Oh, it's so good. But they're amazed once uh, Billy Zane comes through and he does this theatrical thing. I don't know if you all have any idea what what that was from. Maybe I think he mentioned Hamlet, maybe. I don't know. I could just be making that up. It was was an odd show.
1: It was an odd show. It was like a variety show. But, like, it, also variety show that only lasts for 10 minutes. Well. You know what? That's the best kind. Well, I mean, with the guns and everything? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's honestly, all you're getting. I mean, now, the last time I had myself some chicken strips in Frontierland at Disneyland, that's about how long the show was. And Very you started like screaming, I was eating my lunch. oh, I know this one. This guy just throws shit and catches it. Yeah. And then I shot at him. <laughs>
0: I wish they had stayed at the end and we see, like, the custodian of the
1: theater, like, God damn it. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> Patching up the freaking ceiling. What I like about this scene, though, is, like, it's the first thing of Wider is not going to bother with these guys. Like, he's, yeah. you could tell he's pissed, because, like, they're ruining the show. But at the same time, he's like, nope, I'm here to be a pimp, so, nope definitely not going <laughs> to get he's involved. got like that face of a stern dad and he's seeing his
0: friend's kids acting up and he does he do, he doesn't want to tell him anything but you can tell he is unsatisfied with the situation <laughs> he's not happy. yeah
1: it's not my place to do something about it but come on
0: <laughs> oh and also um throughout this movie he keeps getting asked to serve as a long man, <laughs> and he just goes nope get away motherfucker i'm here to have some fun son of a bitch
1: hey, i can't i'm on a pimping trip i can't <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh, like I asked before, you know, when does the first act actually end? Which I think that this movie has just an incredibly long first act, I guess, if his it desire does. is to eventually, I guess, be a lawman or pursue his love interest. But I guess you could say that his desire is to not be a lawman, like to do whatever he can to avoid being the sheriff again.
0: Yes, that is pretty much it (laughs) so i guess in that sense he just completely fails (laughs) yeah he does and it quickly uh quickly he probably if he was smart and he really knew his brothers he should have just gone to tombstone alone and because he knows that virgil and he knows them like they're they were lawmen as well they're much um i think he's a little bit more grimy than them (laughs) (laughs)
1: You know, Daniel, this is a classic two days away from retirement type of thing, though. Because he was like, (laughs) look, instead of the boat, you know, he's like, I got this. You know, we're all going to go to Tombstone. We're all going to be a family together. Like, (laughs) what could go wrong? We're going to one of the wildest places (laughs) in the U.S., you know? Yeah. We'll be just fine. We'll get ourselves a casino. We'll start uh, selling women for money. Like, it'll be great.
0: I mean, it sounds
1: great. And then it doesn't work out. Doesn't
0: quite work out. and Also, we—I um, remember I was kind of like, "Oh man!" Like I saw, you know, there's a little conversation um, between Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp, and and Doc's like, "Hey man, are you like really into your wife?" Because uh, I think Josephine digs you pretty much, is what he says. And uh, Wyatt's like, "No, no, I'm a, I'm, I had my wild days, but I'm, I'm good now." And he's like well, okay and then josephine comes in and she comes in with with billy zane and they i think they cheer for billy zane even harder <laughs> oh yeah <than> <laughs> and oh jason priestley's in this movie everyone <laughs> and he's a big fan oh yeah, yeah he's he's real fun <laughs> <laughs> man wild wild west he's got things were fun man I love Jason Priestley. Even he, I think even he grew a mustache. I'm pretty sure that... Well, maybe that's fake. It could be. I don't know. I've never seen him with one other than this movie, so...
1: <laughs> the lightning and the mustaches. <laughs> They're all real, Daniel. All of them. They all, all waited right. until Priestley grew his mustache before they started filming again. You they know, like had like all wait an extra, month, <laughs> yeah. an extra month. This movie was supposed to come out in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm trying, uh, you guys. <laughs> i'm real sorry <laughs> and
0: why it really like why ends up like turning his back on josephine which is uh
1: well because he tells val kilmer he's like i don't know you're gonna go for her and he's like no you know what if she walks in here right now i'll ignore her and he goes huh well we'll see as she walks through the door right yeah. she comes over and what's he do turn his back gives her the old cold shoulder A married man mm-hmm. should <laughs> yeah. that's how I do it. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, just imagine if he if they actually kept the part in when he has sex with her like very early in the movie. Uh, then, like, yeah, everything got- else about him being you know loyal to his wife, even to a fault, I guess, where she's like just become some crazed drug addict, and he's like, nope, I'm gonna stick by her because I'm I'm a good man. In the original yeah. cut, he's like, nah fuck that. Um, not an oak. <laughs> well, I'm hard like an oak, but that's I'm what he said a- at the end of the sex scene. Daniel, <laughs> not an oak.
0: And we get a we get the classic. This is another very memorable scene. We get the whole Johnny Ringo meeting Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday, and they have a little back and forth. They say Latin to each other.
1: Yeah, they have like a whole conversation in Latin. Yeah, you get that nice um, cup spit. Get the great cup, yeah, because they
0: kind of. Johnny does his little gun shit. And you get Curly Bill saying, Like, Better watch it, Johnny. I heard he's real fast. And like (laughs) Kilmer
1: is just pouring sweat throughout the whole movie.
0: Fucking This is probably one of the most drunk he looks. And he I mean, this guy might be one of the greatest drunk actors, like acting drunk. I don't even know. But he looks fantastic drunk. I'm just like, Holy shit, how do you do that? Because I know he's not drunk. There's no way. He's too, like, I don't know. Maybe he's that method. Maybe. Yeah, he really got
1: TB for the movie. It was crazy. <laughs> 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 that was hard to do. You think you had to wait for Jason Priestley.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, cough on me again. I don't think I got it. <laughs> it's
1: it's yeah. so funny, though, how, like, god damn, he looks like death this whole movie. Like what a tough acting job! Like not only is he great, like a great performance, but he's also got to do it like pouring sweat and pale as all hell. Like, yeah, like be a total badass, but also look like you may die at any minute. <laughs> it's a tough
0: balance, but he manages it, manages it really well. Like, and there's not even a progression. This guy looks like shit the moment you see him all the way until he dies. Like he looks exactly just sweaty, shitty dude. That like. It's amazing. Yeah, he pulls
1: it off great. So that scene's awesome. Oh, you also get one of my favorite parts. That's the part when uh, Ike says to him, you're savvy. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, he, yeah. T- and then <laughs> he tries to repeat the same line, and Kurt Russell goes, I heard you.
0: Yeah, he, well, he goes, I heard you the first time. 500 <laughs> to the blah, blah. And he, g- he gives 500 bucks to Curly Bill, and Curly Bill
1: goes, shut
0: up, Ike. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This place is actually pretty good. Yeah, what, $500 in like 18 whatever money. Damn, do yeah. you buy the whole town a tombstone? That's nerve. <laughs> they were already banking it. I don't know how time works because I feel like. <laughs> well, usually, you know, it goes forward. There's 24 <laughs> hours in a day.
0: <laughs> in the movie. I don't know how time works.
1: You know, a year is when we fully rotate around the sun. <laughs> but...
0: Oh, shit.
1: Guys, I'm 40. I thought I was 30. <laughs> Um,
0: but no, I just think it's crazy because they seem to really big be making some bank very quickly. Um, and they seem to have made a quite a foundation very fast. But like, you know, like we were talking about the movie, didn't really have time to get into all that. We they, they don't have any like one month later, six months later. We just kind of go with the flow, you know, which works. Yeah.
1: You know, like it doesn't slow down much, which I really liked about this movie. It's just like it keeps it moving.
2: Yeah, Yeah, if this had
1: been like the three and a half hour cut they wanted it to be originally, I don't think I would have liked it as much. Well, think about the guy they hired. So Cobra initially was like a two and a half hour movie. And then like a week before it was supposed to come out, Stallone decided to cut it down to 90 minutes with the director. Wow. Because it was some other movie had come out and Stallone realized that you could make so much more money by releasing a 90-minute movie because you could fit into that more screenings in a day. So, like, you could have two extra screenings as compared to, like, the two-and-a-half-hour cut movie. So he's like, if we do that, we could make this much more money off of Cobra, and it was a huge hit. But they cut out an entire hour of that movie. So if you need to cut out an hour of your movie, what better guy to get? That's true. It's the first thing he does when he gets there. (laughs) He just rips out the center of the script like he's pulling a heart out of a chest.
0: Maybe the beginning of the second act is when Curly Bill gets high on opium and shoots.
1: <laughs> shoots Fred White. Oh, we in get the fucking chest. We, we get Curly Bill's Bender. It's like it's like twenty five minutes. It's awesome. He's like, oh, <laughs> 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 classic Powers Booth.
0: Oh, he's so good in this scene, just all fucked up shooting at people. And you know why? I liked his idea. He's like, why don't you just leave him alone? He's gonna run out of bullets. Like just. Let him be <laughs> He'll high. rope-a-dope. Yeah. He's going to fall asleep. It's opium. But no, they send poor a poor little old man out there.
1: Yeah, I love how he's like, no, no, it's all right. I got to do something. I am the sheriff.
0: <laughs> you feel so bad for him. But you can tell that Curly Bill was really, really, because when he shoots him, he's like, hey, man, like, come on, get up.
1: I mean, think about it, though. He's like an around. old... Sorry about it. No, it's all right. I'm, I'm just agreeing. Go ahead. i would say think about it, though. He is an old man in the Old West. So, like, you know, the average age is like, what, 25? No he's, shit. He's right. doing fine. He's kind of, he's already lived it. <laughs> he was going to die. He was to, on his victory lap. I mean, yeah, he was dying tomorrow, Daniel. It doesn't matter. So that
0: makes <laughs> sense. Maybe he wanted to get shot because that makes sense because if I saw someone high on opium with two six shooters, I wouldn't yell his name first. Like, Carly Bale! I wouldn't do that. I'd yeah. be like, hey, hey, guy. <laughs>
1: Hey. Though, though I will say, Daniel, after after this COVID business is over, when we do finally meet in person, <laughs> I mean, that yeah, you damn well better greet us like that. <laughs> oh well, I'm gonna scream. Hey, Segura! <laughs> well, <laughs> like my, you're Jack Ruby. <laughs> you mad cat. <Ken>. You savvy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, oh, oh no, man. I will be greeting you with full voice. Yeah, so just be ready. <laughs> You know you what I'm right up across
1: up. that Trader Joe's you son of a bitch you cross me again I'll turn your head into a canoe <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a good scene because they're so he's you know freaking uh, um, uh, Wyatt Earp it wants to take uh, take Curly Bill to, to go sober up and get him you know he killed somebody as well so he wants to throw him in so he can stand trial and then you get the cowboys coming through and they're like "Let's turn him loose and ike is coming at him and he actually puts his gun on ike's head and he's and that's where he gives that line i'll turn your freaking head of a canoe and they're like he's bluffing and ike is like he ain't bluffing <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, i just love that scene he has such good
1: fear face yeah, go? yeah i ike is such a funny character like he he intimidates nobody yeah yeah
0: and apparently that one is that character isn't too far off from the actual ike uh in real life he was one of those guys that would turn coat if need be to save his own ass respect and did throw his sash at some point <laughs>
1: and then you gotta do what you gotta do out there right <laughs> He's like well, shit
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he he was that kind of guy um because we do get to see him in the okay corral like it's really funny when he's like, "I don't have a gun, don't shoot me." I don't have a gun. They're like, "Get the fuck away!" Yeah,
1: <laughs> he's like shooing him off his foot.
0: <laughs> his character is very special, um, kind of a, a a wild card in this in this movie. I didn't realize how much I loved Ike's parts until I saw it now as an adult. I was like, "Man, he's really fun to watch on screen." Yeah, every scene the end because uh, he also. Um, He also runs into Virgil, and him and Virgil have a fucking spat, and Virgil pops him in the head with a gun, and throws him in the freaking cellar, or, uh, in the cellar, in the the prison. (laughs) In the wine cellar. Because, oh yeah, at some time, at some point, y'all, Virgil decides he wants to be a cop again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, see, that's... (laughs) I forgot about that. That's what I'm talking about, like, they, they, a lot of the plot points just happen off-screen, where, like, uh you get the one where the next day where kurt russell just says he goes what damnedest thing they just let curly bill go said there's no witnesses oh yeah and it was just like okay i guess that happened so that whole (laughs) thing was for nothing and then like yeah there's that part where the mayor is trying to get them to be lawmen and they're like nah you're barking up the wrong tree and he's like well you know the people in this town live in fear, basically. And yeah. the next day, like Sam Elliott sees some little girl almost get trampled by horses and a lady with like a, like a slash on her face, and he's like, "Well, I'm a cop now." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's
0: like, "Oh, it only takes one impoverished teacher to, <laughs> to push me." It into sold him.
1: <laughs> yeah, her scar was dope, though, man. I. <laughs> I was like, it's like one of those, uh, what's that? That Sarah McLaughlin pet commercials or <laughs> like in the arms of the angel. It is like one of those commercials with like, you could like donate a dollar now to save all these children. You know, it got him back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, he's yeah. And he tells, and he's already, he, the dude puts a badge on. He's already fucking changing the, the rules of tombstone. He's like, I'm not telling you, you can't have a gun. <laughs> i'm just yeah. telling you you can't carry a gun in town
1: and everyone's not having it they're incredibly the crowds booing crowds booing they all have guns <laughs> oh yeah i was like oh don't don't start talking second amendment bud like woof woof yeah it was uh <laughs> you know you're was, in arizona <laughs> quiet down jesus <laughs> just let them walk around just don't ruffle any feathers
0: yeah, they're they not having it, and that's when Wyatt finds out and he's all pissed off at his brothers. He's like, why are you doing this to me? I'm just trying to gamble and make some money and big pimping and stuff. Damn, y'all.
1: <laughs> Can a man pimp in peace?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just don't understand... I need to learn more about their connection, cause I would have been like, "Okay, you be fucking cops. I'm gonna go back to the casino and make money." Like, I I guess he was just worried about them. and I just don't he know. He knows man. how it's gonna end up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows they're they're big shit trouble. It's just gonna not be good. Ah, it goes it goes on from there. You know we we get the nighttime scene where we get the thunder and the lightning. Uh, we know it, stuff's going to happen because uh, the violin music is scary. <laughs> and there's thunder.
1: <laughs> How thunder. ominous.
0: Oh, no. Um, they're they, We get a lot of pool playing, by the way. They're playing billiards a lot. Uh, must There was so
1: much to do back then.
0: That, and I think it was pretty fresh. Uh, I don't know about the history of billiards, but uh, at some point, Morgan goes, God damn, I love this game. And i like, you only say that if you've just started playing it, and it's like the first time you've seen it.
1: Like... <laughs> And we haven't talked can, much about Bill Paxton in this movie. But <laughs> God it's so funny because it's like you could take a line from this movie, from Twister, from Aliens, whatever it might be. I can't tell you the difference. Like I know. Just, <laughs> I love Honestly, him. Honestly, like he had near Dark and then every other movie. <laughs> it's like I, I like, it was the one time he played a different character. I love Bill Paxton and everything, well, but you it's got so weird funny. Science. Well, that's true. That's about as far little, as the range goes.
0: Yeah, he was a little weird in weird science too. like a little jock dude. But he's um, a real treasure. He is. He was great. And he's he he definitely plays like I'm um, way too innocent for his age. Like he seems like, man, I've been thinking about spiritualism. They say <laughs> there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm like, what are you forty, Paxton? <laughs>
1: It's like, you just barely learned this shit? Oh, yeah, but he's like, I read a book. (laughs) And Sam really goes, oh, here we go. Here we go, this (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) Seen this before.
0: Like, I feel like Morgan's one of those guys that he gets into something, and he really gets into it, and he has to talk to everybody about how great it is. Oh,
1: totally. People are the worst. (laughs) You should have seen when he got, like, real into devil sticks, man. Just wouldn't fucking <laughs> shut up about him, twirling him around.
0: I don't know if he's listening, but I have a friend,
1: um... <laughs> oh, you had the devil guy. stick friend? No, no,
0: no, oh,
1: damn, dude, bringing him to school and shit, twirling him around.
0: I can tell you three things that this guy got into and got really into. Wait, can he I got, guess? Please, go, don't yeah, say, yeah. please don't say yeah, hacky yeah, sack. <laughs> Oh, I grew up in the south side. No one plays Aggie Sack. Well, I guess maybe a couple of those fucking weirdos, but BMX scene, like BMX. Oh, bikes. classic, right? He got really into that. He had like the little things on the sides; you can like grind and stuff on the sides of the wheels. Shit.
1: Okay. Um, got into graffiti. Gra- yeah. <laughs> I was gonna he- think RC cars. No graffiti. He,
0: yeah, they, this is what's weird. So he gets into graffiti. So now he's like he's creating these. I don't know what you call them, but they're like templates. <laughs> templates <laughs> i don't know there's a cooler word there's so no way like, i would be like hey guys have you seen my new template for
1: uh- <laughs> he's like going down to the michaels and getting construction paper just- <laughs> he's like cutting about <laughs> making know. a
0: fun pattern so it looks like barack
1: obama <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so he got really into that and i mean like really into it and then the next thing got into was uh, funko pops And this guy owns so many Funko Pops and owns shares of the company.
1: Wow. (laughs) Well, sell them now. I know. He tried. The number one landfill item 20 years from now, Funko Pops.
0: Jesus Christ. I got rid of those. I I think I maybe had five. Um, Two of them I won, and then I bought a couple just out of boredom. A couple of Street Fighter
1: characters, um, of course. Y'all probably
0: owned a couple Funkos, right?
1: My worst got to about twelve. Okay, before okay. I got rid of them, I have one now that a friend of mine gave me. It's a limited edition, uh, the Warriors one, but that's Ooh. the only one I have anymore. I think what I have. Like? My wife owns two. I own zero. I bought. Uh, I did buy man the um, Chris Man who used to be co-host of the Grindman. Nobody on the he show dead, knows no. him. <laughs> But I bought, man, uh, the Winston Zedmore Ghostbusters Funko Pop because I found it at a Walmart for 99 cents. Oh, my goodness! Oh, they did Winston. And parody. I told him, I was like, dude, do you want it? And he was like, no. And I still oh. bought it for him. I'm like, damn, man, it's a dollar. Shit. Come on, man. <laughs> How do you not want Winston?
0: Oh, uh, I uh, actually won one of those... Um, I, it was like one I was just on the site And I just went ahead And put in for it It was to win A, a, a Conan O'Brien Limited edition From like one of the Fucking con, Like whatever
1: Is it the one where he made His own superhero persona He was doing monsters he got like the Highlight
0: glove Like every comic con He do, would do a different one And I think one was like Monsters Like monster movies I think or something And I won one And I ended up selling it A year later For like a hundred bucks That's crazy I was like yeah I'll sell this <laughs> I need
1: Yeah this. fuck it
2: Hello friends, I'm Taya. And I'm Sammy. And we're the hosts of the Offbeat Worm Podcast. Come check us out. We talk about so many things. Spooky things, silly things, and everything in between.
0: Find our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And we'll catch you on the Offbeat. See you soon. Yeah, so I think we're right around the OK Corral, guys. Um, uh, big fat Greek wedding guy uh, is the smartest guy in the gang because he actually runs away. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Had I had that in that. my
1: notes. I was, I was like, there's like, yeah.
0: me. <laughs> there's fucking. also a fucking fire randomly while they're walking to the old. Yeah,
1: that, how funny was that when they just look at the fire, like, huh, wonder if that has anything with anything? That's <laughs> ominous. <laughs> the old director just lighting the set on fire.
0: Oh, man. You think I, I sometimes feel like the directors at, had. Um, had set up for that kid to run at them and say bam 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 but didn't tell the main actors it's like just go run up to him and say bam 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 oh
1: kurt russell thought he was gonna get pax and good that day yeah <laughs> he's like oh this is gonna be great watch him he's gonna shoot this kid with
0: <laughs> it would have been funny if he shot the blanket <laughs> oh my god uh but yeah the fight ensues because doc gives a wink at uh billy Who's played by Thomas Hayden Church? Uh, who's
1: which I understand was an ad lib.
0: No shit, the wink.
1: Yeah, the, the wink was just Val being Val. Oh.
0: oh, he's just being a little cocky, some bitch. Yeah, it worked out great because you gotta someone's gotta shoot first. Um,
1: well, and I love that where uh, Kurt Russell goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's like he knows the future. Like, he just predicted it. Like, oh, this is how I
1: dreamt it! I mean, later on, he does kind of pull a Neo, so... I don't know, maybe. Yeah,
0: maybe he's the, he's the one in this... Definitely in this movie. He is the chosen one. They kill the shit out of Billy, so no more Thomas Hayden Church. We get to see him with some makeup on his face. Uh, who, by the way, this, um... um the the cowboy he plays was 19 years old and Thomas Hayden Church like perpetually looks 40 and sounds 50.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he looked 40 at night too. <laughs> I
0: was like, yeah, maybe, maybe he was supposed to be 19 years old. And, uh, and everyone's all sour. Um, cowboys are not happy. They're just planning for a, for some vengeance. And we do get another great scene where we get drunk uh, uh, Johnny Ringo i like that scene i don't know about y'all but he's like yelling at uh oh i think just before that they run into jason priestley who's like y'all are bad and i don't like y'all
1: yeah he's like those are my friends you killed and when he runs <laughs> away kurt russell's like all they do is make fun of his ass i don't know what's wrong with them <laughs> <laughs> i think that was another kurt russell ad lib right there he was talking about jason priestley
0: yeah I know. <laughs> stupid 90210 bitch
1: <laughs> Shit. yeah he takes over directing and he's like oh yeah no this guy give him one of those pencil mustaches and uh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know what you're gonna say you you're not saying it uh, <laughs> but yeah 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 Kurt Russell definitely uh, didn't set. It. He, he did him wrong man poor Jason Prissy but yeah you get Johnny Ringo and he's yelling at them he wants blood and this is when you get the line, guys. The famous line. Anyone want to say it?
1: No, because I'll tell you that uh, I've never seen this movie and people would always say that line. And, and I would think, like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <I'm yuckled there. laughs> I just grew up and, like, peak kids would say that stuff. I'm like, the fuck are you saying?
0: <laughs> I, I, I was I was wondering about that. I was planning on asking you if we hadn't talked about it, because I was like, I wonder if you ever heard anyone say lines from this movie, just like especially the Huckleberry line.
1: I'd hear that periodically from people.
0: My sister would say it all the time. I just remember saying she would say it in his voice. He's actually good at impressions, unlike me. <laughs> she can do a really good The Claw guy from um, Detective, uh, not Detective. Um, Inspector get Inspector get Thank you. <laughs> Detective you know, Gadget.
1: just uh, that voice is just sound wave without the voice filter over it. No shit. Yeah, so Frank Welker did the same voice. Oh. So if you ever listen carefully to that, it's just like you just distort Doctor Claw and it's a uh, sound wave. No shit. So let that friend know that. Yeah, oh, Frank Welker.
0: That you, I'll learn him. Know.
1: You know, always just uh, the Kurt Russell of voice acting. You know, he just does the same voice and then they just change it in post. You know. Now, my understanding too about I'm your Huckleberry nonsense line that that is is that uh, the the understanding is that may have originally been I'm your huckle bearer yeah I read that uh, huckle being the material that they make uh, the handles on caskets out of oh okay. so he's he's saying basically I'm your pallbearer <laughs> if you're looking to die oh that makes a lot more sense but instead actually. it comes out talking like he's I don't know some sort of ice cream vendor or something yeah <laughs> I was like the cartoon dog <laughs>
0: I also like how they're not supposed to have guns right now. And Doc Holliday is seriously just, he's just holding a gun behind his back.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's. Doc, Doc Holliday's got like three guns in his pants at all times. <laughs> it's like, what
0: the fuck? And also, he goes to that real barber. He goes to the barber and he's like, all right, you may continue. Baba,
1: <laughs> continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Kilmer, you are having a blast. At least somebody's yes. having fun on set. Damn good time. So it's
0: after that scene, so that's where the whole lightning and Dark night happens, and uh, the Dark night shows
1: up. <laughs> yeah, Dark Knight shows up. <laughs> like, he's like, Light you need to be ready. They're coming for you. Aren't you, like, kind of sad that Valcomer didn't do that in his Batman movie? Like, he played it straight for some reason. Like, the one time that you could go overboard and be real <laughs> weird, he's like, nah, I'm just going to be boring. Yeah. It's the car, right? Jokes <laughs> on the car. <laughs>
0: i would have loved
1: that it's like uh, all the movies boring as batman to me i know all all the the movies of this era right like dr moreau he is wild like just absolutely insane and then in this movie also crazy what whatever he's doing it works and then you get him in batman and he's just boring yeah. It's on, yeah, not one of his best roles. Absolutely not. And you got Joel Schumacher, he, he who you know. He had a few know. more good ones after that. But. Like, Schumacher doesn't care. I mean, c- clearly we all saw Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. I mean, he doesn't care what you're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring whatever you want. Do it all. <laughs> you had Jim Carrey jumping around, like, <laughs> screaming into the camera. <laughs> Maybe Val Kilmer saw Jim Carrey, and he's like, Nah, I don't need that. I think, Is that I what think I look like? think was that.
0: Also, Tommy Lee
1: Jones would have just walked off the set. You know, Tommy Lee Jones is also chewing it up in that movie, by the he way. Is, but
0: I think it's out of just sheer anger. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think Jim Carrey was just fucking making it. was him, his outlet. Just yes. like
1: Val Kilmer shows up on set and sees Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones just acted like fools, and he's like, nah, I don't need this in my life, man. Uh, like, someone needs to counterbalance <laughs>
0: this. I wish I could have been there on the set when... Uh, when they're in Two-Face's lair and grown-ass man Tommy Lee J- Jones goes, And me! And me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
1: God. Man. Did, I, did I ever tell you guys, this is a total aside, since we're talking about Batman Forever, but I, I did a monologue from Batman oh. Forever in an acting class in college. Wow, was this when you still were under the impression it was good? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: no! <laughs> so you did a chase uh, meridian uh liner or... <laughs>
1: no i did the uh i did the uh, the first Face dialogue oh, he does that whole speech he gives my. a guy when he first slips the coin that's right you know the why 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 luck blind stupid simple dude ah clueless luck I like the idea that you go up and for the class you go, I will be performing um, a scene, Uh, a selection from from (laughs) Batman Forever. Forever. I will be playing the character of Two-Face. And you just hear somebody go, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I just launch right into it. Uh, You're looking for the winged Avenger to deliver you from evil.
0: (laughs) I would have done, uh, I would have been like, um, hello, everybody. I am doing the gentleman stuck in a trap, and he sees acid coming up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spoiling <laughs> acid! No oh, it not that guy. <laughs> but you said you'd let me live! <laughs> I mean, my old standby is always just like, I will be performing a selection from Troll 2. Oh my god! <laughs> you get the part. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else can go home.
0: You actually get a fly to land on you?
1: <laughs> that would be the most I don't know. Shit. I do bring one from Man, home, the other... so... <laughs> I gotta tell you, the audition was trash, but fuck that (laughs) KPM.
0: Oh, man, so anyway. So Tombstone. So Tombstone, brothers die. Well, no, one brother lives. Virgil gets his arm all fucked up, and he heads out in a train. But poor Morgan, that scene on the pool table still. I watched this movie twice, and the second time, I I just kind of looked away (laughs) at this part. I was like, I can't see this again. It's the fucking worst, man. yeah it is actually a very i think bill paxton does a great job in that scene like he does a good job man I, in my opinion it's it's just intense as hell like,
1: oh, yeah. oh it's great and you know you see good old kurt russell and oh. he's just like look at my hands well the best part of that whole scene though is when he goes "Would well, somebody shut up that goddamn dog <laughs> get the dog out of here and he says <laughs> it twice Get that fucking dog out! Because <laughs> for some reason this like barking dog that yeah, just show, keeps um, going.
0: Yeah, they show that he has like a, uh, I don't think it's a Basset hound. Um, It's one of those, it's in the hound family. Yeah, it's
1: like a Droopy the dog or something, right? <laughs> like he's got himself one of them. Something like, a beagle, it's a beagle.
0: And uh, and yeah, they do. Sh- <laughs> like- Somebody shut <laughs> that we- dog up, shut him up! <laughs> I feel like there's someone listening that's like, who gives a fuck what kind of dog it was? <laughs>
1: Well, welcome to Dog Talk. Yeah, welcome to Dog
0: Talk. The Beagle. I think loud. It, I think generous. it had a
1: mustache, so it did too. <laughs> <two. laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and if you like Kurt Russell yelling, by the way, this is the movie for you.
1: Oh God, because well, that scene at the train. Holy! You shit, tell him yeah. I'm coming, and hell follows. Hell follows. No, <laughs> oh, it's and hell's coming with me. Hell's coming with me. It's coming with me! me. It's so good. Um, It's coming with me! Well, you know, he actually. (laughs) He's getting into the Tumblr Batmobile.
0: (laughs) He has a, a really good line during that part, and I can't remember where he says something like, Oh my god, it's so. You could tell it was written at that time. But he's like, you asked for it and I'm bringing down the lightning or some shit like that. Like, it's just very, like, wrestling.
1: Oh, no, you uh, called down the thunder. Yes, he called
0: down the thunder.
1: This movie is just like every every macho bullshit speech <laughs> came from this movie. Yeah,
0: totally, yeah. It has that kind of... That was one of those where it makes me laugh. Like, now watching it, I, I totally fucking laughed at that scene. That yeah,
1: but as a life. kid, when <laughs> yeah. he said, um, and hell's coming with me, you're like, damn, that was... That was badass. That yeah, was, was hard <laughs> as hell, man. That was cool. <laughs> that was dope. And when he said, "Well, let me tell you something,
0: brother," <laughs> I was gonna say that there's some scenes where it feels like that little. Uh, I don't. What, I don't know if there's a term for it, but when they're interviewing the wrestlers, um, it's a promo. The promos, yeah, it's very much like that. It's just very. Oh yeah, this thing is all
1: 80s wrestlers <laughs> promos, shouting at the Clayton's about like this Sunday <laughs> when I get you in that ring. <laughs> So this
0: is the part where now it feels like this is trap time. This is like Home Alone 2 trap time. And um, (laughs) it's time to just let's round him up. Let's get our posse together. He gets gets, um, McMaster, I think is his name, Uh, the guy, the Michael Rooker's character. He gets the two guys that we saw in the shootout earlier, like in the beginning of the movie, they come up. And uh, then you have Doc Holliday, and they all come together as a posse, and they start hunting down some cowboys, so... Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just uh...
1: scenes from the original movie they shot. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, quick three-second
1: shots. Of... Like, look at that. We killed everybody. <laughs> and then i would say they spent so much of this time setting up Powers Booth as the main bad guy. Okay? So Curly yeah. Bill is your yeah. main heavy, and then he dies in this next scene. Yeah. Um... <laughs> like, what the hell is going
0: on? And not in a very. I feel like Wyatt probably or, or Kurt Russell had there was words like there was a script and he goes, mm, "I'm going to say no six times."
1: Yeah, uh, like, this no. was crazy. Like they're in some big shootout, they're pinned down. There's no way they're getting out, and he just goes, "No, <laughs> no," and then he just starts walking out like it's the Matrix and like dodging bullets. He like fully does some dodge move when Power Spoon shoots at him. And then he just point blank shoots him with a shotgun and everybody's like, Shit, he killed him. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Just no.
0: No <laughs> Even the other cowboys no. are like, that's not the way it
1: was supposed to go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just action. And then all of a sudden, no, no <laughs> S- script supervisors looking down at a stack of papers, just like I don't I don't, He's I don't know. He's screaming though. No. That's one of them you hear. Oh
0: my god, Kurt Russell cut this movie in half with that one scene. He just went rogue. He t- <laughs> Like, I'm just gonna fucking kill this motherfucker
1: now uh, say the line, please no oh okay well, you don't have to. that's all
0: right. Oh man. Um, and then we do get another great Doc holiday scene where he's talking to Jack Johnson and them and they he's coughing up he's just coughing horribly throughout this whole fucking movie and the, and Jack Johnson tells him like man, other than you almost dying like why are you even here? He's like, well, why rip is my friend? and jack johnson says hell i got lots of friends and he's like i don't it's like oh <laughs> doc Holiday." Oh, no i don't I feel bad him. like it's his only friend <laughs> like oh i wonder why no one likes doc holliday <laughs> he takes all <laughs> your fucking money
1: <laughs> well i guess except for that lady that hangs out with them i don't yeah we haven't talked
0: about kate which by the name by the way her name back then in the in the real Wild West was Big Nose Kate, and she does not look like that actress. <laughs> nose Kate. I, th- I
1: think I meant she lies a lot. No, nope. oh, she was like walking Have around you like seen her Pinocchio, photo,
0: Bobby.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, maybe no. it
1: is. Hold on, let's see. Nope, big she is nose Big nose Kate. nose Kate. Look
0: up. All right, let me Google Big Nose Big Nose Kate, Kate Tombstone, and you will see her uh, her real photo there on Wikipedia.
1: Yeah, she got big nose. She got a
0: solid nose. She definitely don't look like. Um, that horny lady
1: um, no this one shot I see of her and Doc Holiday. no does <laughs> not not looking the actress in this movie at all
0: <laughs> I think they just wanted a you know a little sex appeal
1: you know Oh yeah.
0: didn't y'all cover a movie with her in it and the grind bin? with the
1: real life Big, Big Kate? Nose Kate yeah. now
0: with Big Nose Kate <laughs>
1: yeah. it was crazy dude we did some like 1800s <laughs> movie she was the person running from the train that came out the screen one of the original Nickelodeons
0: <laughs> 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 no that actress I thought y'all did I don't know why I mean maybe
1: what are, what's yeah, her what's she so credited as episodes. Big Nose Kate
0: yeah Big Nose Kate <laughs> um oh what is her name we'll find this out y'all y'all just y'all just sit
1: tight it's the new yeah, <laughs> you know we just look things up while it's going on
0: look it up
1: Mike. <laughs> look it up no she oh yes you're right you're right daniel she was I in the kiss know. 1988
0: the kiss which you know that's a great yeah, to
1: get up under that nose, that is a great well yeah
0: the kiss was fun i remember having a good time with that movie. that's a
1: hell of a movie
0: yeah she she doesn't stray too far from that character in this movie either she's like sort of um, there's even a part where I think um, Doc Holliday mentions like man she says I'm a good woman but she says it while she's like rubbing his crotch and (laughs) groping him so of course he agrees he's like but then he goes but you might be the devil (laughs) or something like that you might be Satan
1: Also, so, was like, she's... man, I hope she doesn't live long enough to have this uh, tuberculosis. <laughs> no shit, right?
0: <laughs> I thought about that a lot as a kid. I was like, aren't they all going to get sick, Mom?
1: <laughs> so, like, apparently, I don't know much about TB, but apparently, it just incubates and it could be around... You could have it for years and it would never have any symptoms. Oh,
0: so, like, probably wow. in
1: this time, most people would die before it would ever happen.
0: That's true. Do you think Billy Zane had more scenes? In the original script. Probably. It's like here's Billy Zane. I mean, he
1: probably he probably had a scene or two with Jason Priestley.
0: Yeah. Maybe they had a little fun under the oak tree. <laughs> you know, a little horse race. The little the little like uh, meat cute uh, Oh yeah, the ori- meet. oh the
1: meat cute was originally them instead of <laughs> that horses in heat. You no, know, I'd have been a- I'd have been yeah. alright with
0: it. I would've liked it.
1: <laughs> nice little picnic. <laughs> He gives a little Shakespeare in the park, you know, a little ba ba. Yeah. To be or not to be. Now suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it looks like Shakespeare did me in the park. <laughs> oh. Stole that joke. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. still so funny.
0: But yeah, it's just a bummer because we see the great Billy Zane uh, in the beginning and then we just see him laid dead in a wagon. <laughs> Whoops.
2: Like, oh. <laughs> Damn
0: it there he goes and then josephine gets mad at the cowboys he's like y'all are ugly and what you do is ugly i don't like
1: it yeah you suck i'm leaving town (laughs) this is like a linda blair line (laughs) this was like a
0: linda blair scene and
1: that and i don't like you do have the thing like so the county mayor or the county sheriff is working with the cowboys and now he's He's trying to kill white earp and all them because he's yeah. a piece of crap. You knew right away that guy was bad when he came out with that hat on.
0: Oh, the, bowl- I the was bowler like, hat
1: is the worst. Sh- get that shit out of here. It's just automatic. You're just not going to trust that guy. <laughs> nope. Absolutely. That's why I wear one.
0: Yeah, because there, scene- <laughs> there is a scene where he tells when they're walking to the OK Corral, and he goes, don't worry, guys, I've disarmed them. They're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and then afterwards did. he goes, you're
1: all under arrest, and Kurt Russell looks at him and he goes, no, I don't think you're going to, I'm going to let you arrest me today. <laughs>
0: <It's> so cool.
1: <laughs> they don't even respect that, dude, it's fun. How about that scene when that little kid, that like, that kid comes up to Kurt Russell and tries to talk tough to him?
0: What? <laughs> oh, When he gets oh, in yeah. his face, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah he goes he runs into him and he goes easy he goes uh he goes like something like easy guy and he goes uh no i think he says easy friend or something like oh that. yeah
1: he accidentally runs into him right and he's like yeah. oh i'm sorry sorry
0: he goes i'm not easy and i ain't your friend <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i love that is like this kid gets in his face and he just takes his gun out of his holster and bops him on the head Oh, it's so just good. Just gives them, like, a little bop. Three stooges.
0: Yeah, if they had done a little wood block sound, <laughs> it would have
1: worked perfectly. <laughs> but it was, like, so weird it was a power move. Everybody was it like, was. damn,
0: dude. Once again, something that wasn't scripted, I bet you he wasn't even supposed to bop them.
1: He just, he just did <laughs> that. It's
0: like, scene done. Bop. He fucking <laughs> gave him the bam-bam. <laughs> yeah, that, they, they get pretty pissed off uh, after all that. Um, these these cowboys... I don't know. I don't you know think that's what, the... The uh, cowboys aren't intimidating to me at
1: all. <laughs> no, like halfway no, really, through... No. I think it's the sash. It's weird because in the beginning they're established as like, man, these guys are scary. And then halfway through you're like, these guys are a bunch of clowns.
0: Yeah, they lose their... Mustard, especially of course, once um, Curly Bill dies, he was like the only one that was like, Yeah, he kind of scares me. He's kind of freaky and you know, he's very boisterous. Ringo was kind of like, uh, You're, you know, I mean, me watching it now as a kid, of course, he was cool, but now I'm like, eh, He seems like he's trying too hard, you know, he's that guy,
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you know that guy. You know that guy. Everyone's got a few Johnny Ringo's in their yeah. life. And the way he goes out, which we'll get to, is like...
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe one of the best. Because, uh, you know, you get Val Kilmer, and he's uh, coughing up blood again, and uh, he's staying at Charleston. Uh, Charles Char- They go Heston's. to Charlton
1: Eston's house. which <laughs> I, I like it because <laughs> they go, is this
0: uh, Henry Hooker Ranch? And Charleston Eston goes, yes, it is, and I'm a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a hooker.
1: <laughs> uh, I was like, did they just go to his real house? It looks like it. Yeah. He was not aware they were filming a movie. That's just Charlton Heston. I like how Come he's like, in. you can stay here for the night, and then they're there for just however long they fucking feel like it. <laughs> and by the yeah, time they leave. After he makes that point. Yeah, by the time they leave, you know, the next day, Charlton is like, oh, yeah, no, if anybody comes for him, I'll just, I'll kick their, I'll shoot everybody, I'll die. Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, protect Again, me. I think that was just Chuck Heston <laughs> talking. I don't think... Yeah.
0: <laughs> y'all seem like some good old boys. I'll go and protect y'all. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's when we see Michael Roker turned into fucking bacon.
1: Uh... Yeah, was like the... <laughs> yeah, he looks like some sort of bacon-wrapped hot dog. He look. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gone. Like a street dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something and, uh... you get outside of Staples Center, you know? I always call it the Roker. <laughs>
0: I'll
1: take the Michael Rooker. I can go for a hot Rooker right about now. How about you guys? Been dancing all night at the club.
0: We, just to to signify his little curly hairs, it comes with some curly fries on top. That- <laughs> oh
1: yeah, call that call that the curly bill. It's so weird to see Michael Rooker in this role, right? It is, yeah. He's just play some like weird, the- like wuss guy. He's surprisingly Honestly, normal. Michael Rooker will turn up as literally anything. <laughs> And I love that about him. He's so versatile as an actor.
0: He is. I enjoy... Uh,
1: I Like I said, I wish he had more stuff to do here. He's, I mean, my, he even I mean cool considering hat. he did this, he did Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. He's played a Marvel superhero. He's the, he's the dad in Mallrats. I mean, I always remember him as a kid from Rats. That's yeah. my Michael yeah. Rooker. You want to just give him a chocolate-covered pretzel. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. He's so good, man. Uh, but unfortunately, they... they he shows up and then he's gone, man. And uh, we didn't get too much, um, but then we find out Ringo wants to challenge Wyatt to a duel in the woods, <laughs> Which, uh,
1: like you do, like yeah, it's a do. real wrestling promo.
0: This, yeah, steel we cage promo.
1: woods, seven p.m. <laughs> See
0: you there. <laughs> and Wyatt's hype. He's like, you
2: tell him I'll be there. <laughs>
0: Right. And then one of the guys is like, well, Wyatt,
2: I'll be there! Yeah,
1: Wyatt, <laughs> like, you're gonna get your ass kicked. Okay. And <laughs> hell's coming with me! Ooh, yeah! Oh, I love that part, because he talks... He puts on a bright green hat. <laughs> and then he goes inside to talk to Doc Holliday. He's like, I'm gonna get shot, aren't I? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, die. Yeah, Dude, <laughs> that was a bad choice.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Doc
0: Holiday's trying to tell, him, like, god damn it. You really put yourself in the mud in this one.
1: Man. Oh, but he's got that part where when Kurt Russell's like, why is he so mad all the time? And he's like, revenge. Revenge from being bald. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he says something. That's another one of those lines I remember where he says something like um, that, well, because one of the guys says, yeah, man, I would want to revenge my brother if, if you know, if he died. And then he goes, uh, Doc says something like, it's not revenge. It's a reckoning. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a reckoning. It's a reckoning. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. so Doc is playing extra sick, you know? He's like, <laughs> what's it like to have that sheriff's badge? <laughs> 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 I like
1: to wear one of those. It sounded like, uh, you know, in Starship Troopers, <laughs> that lady dies. which i always thought was the funniest scene of that movie where she's like at least i got to have you and (laughs) uh
0: he's so sneaky dude he's able to to get that and and i feel like why it was like "Ah, fuck it go ahead and keep it i'm basically just killing guys
1: yeah do you like when he just became a u.s marshal off screen yeah it was like oh like he's a fed now Oh. It just happened at some point. When did yeah. that happen? He just pulls his coat open. He's like, "See that shit means I'm getting yeah, away with I, it." U.S. Marshal put in my application weeks ago. It took. It's like, <laughs> when did this happen?
0: Like I said, time is just—it's—it's. It's, I don't understand it in this movie, but it's <laughs> a flat circle. It is. And um, yeah. So then we see Ringo, and he's uh, getting ready. You know, he's walking around, just preparing, getting his mind right. And uh, maybe one of, another great walk in on a scene. You see good old, good old uh, Doc Holliday, and he comes in, and at first you see Ringo, and he's like, "Oh, here comes Whitey, we about to die." But then he
1: sees Doc Holiday, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Oh yeah, he could smell the Quinter sweat. Girl. He could Woo. see.
0: He's like, "The fight's not with you, Holiday." <laughs> he, he backs off, man. He he goes from big baller to I'm not sure about this so quick, man. Oh like yeah, Michael switch. Beam. <laughs> Michael Bain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he picked a fight. Yeah. As soon as Doc Holliday shows up, he's like, oh, shit.
0: God damn yeah.
1: it. And his mouth wrote a check his ass can't catch. Yep.
0: He's like, why, Johnny Ringo? You look like somebody just walked over your grave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Bean's like, can we cut? Val? scaring me. Hello? <laughs> Val? Hey, let me see those guns real quick, Val. <laughs>
0: That's true. This wasn't too far off from the crow, right? So.
1: <laughs> no. He's <laughs> you your Just, bill packs are going game over, man. Game over. It's like <laughs> everybody's fucking terrified. <laughs> Gotta be careful on that set, then. Dude, you um, can't give a Val Kilmer a gun. Are you kidding me? Don't give a fucking method actor any any weapons. No. And it's funny. I love
0: I love the little switch that Michael Bean does because he's like after finally. You know, Doc Holiday's able to convince him, like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Let's have a duel. And then we just like goes from serious to All right, Lunger. <laughs> let's do it. You wanna get nuts? <laughs> let's get nuts. <laughs> it's like he only has two switches, either very stoic or like little crazy guys. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. It's good. And we should say that, that this duel. was Daniel's role model as a child. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's either it's either keep to yourself or tonight we dine in hell. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my two my two uh, were Johnny Ringo and uh, Smoke from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that
1: was it. Your role models, dude. If only you could combine them, right? Like, damn. Dude, oh man. What if I could just disappear? What if, like, Johnny was like a ninja? Smoke Ringo. Johnny Smoke. Is <gasps> <laughs> Johnny Ringo? Yeah, I bet if he used the smoke powers of that fight, Kilmer wouldn't have killed him. Yeah. Just teleport
0: out of there. No problem. And this is another scene that I know if my sister is listening to this, um, she's the one that always did the Huckleberry thing. And this is another one she used to always do because they'll kill you in the head. No, <laughs> she would have. <laughs> she could have. Oh, those were the days. But, uh, man. <laughs> but Doc Holiday is able to get the, get the fix on. He just, boom, shoots freaking Johnny Regal right in the forehead. He's like, come on. Come on, Johnny! Yeah, come on,
1: Johnny! Come on! <laughs> After he shoots him, by the way, we should say, never even drops the cigarette. He has oh, a cigarette in godlike. one hand the whole
0: time. It's so godlike, he just has a little wrapped cigarette. It
1: really does seem like Bobby that, like Kurt Russell was like, "No, nah, Val and I are just gonna take over the movie. Fuck all these yeah. guys. They don't even get good deaths. They just fucking die like wusses."
0: And he tells him, "You ain't you. You know Daisy. You don't know Daisy at all."
1: He's like. He's insulting them on his way down.
0: It's so, it's so <laughs> fucked up. It's so fucked up.
1: <laughs> like, watching it now, I was like, damn, they really clowned these boys real <laughs> quick. Man, Kurt Ooh, Russell Michael. took over this movie, dude. Move out of the way, Michael Bean and Powers Booth.
0: Jesus. Like, yeah, they really do. All of a sudden, this movie just flips a coin, and it's like... Yeah, I guess Hell's coming with him because he is he is the pell horse that Ringo mentions earlier in the movie. He's the man on the pill horse.
1: Do you um, think that, i are um, trying to tie that? Kurt Russell started screaming that one day in the craft service line. <laughs>
0: Just- I feel like in the craft service line Kurt Russell was still on his
1: horse. You put down those mashed potatoes right now, Booth, or Hell's coming with me. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Yeah, he. I feel like uh, I feel like Billy Bob's not the only guy he slapped until they bled. <laughs>
1: I feel like group. Billy Bob was a. He's like keep this guy on set just so I can slap him around a little bit more.
0: <laughs> he does have a very <laughs> slappable face, though. <laughs> my god! And then we get. Uh, so then after this, uh, uh, Kurt Russell comes through and he's like, "Oh shit, you." You shot Johnny Ringo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang! Oh damn.
1: no! <laughs> By the way, a uh, historical context: uh, Johnny Ringo uh, actually killed himself. Whoops! Mm. They, there was no, there's none of this interaction happened. Johnny Ringo was found in like a river, having shot himself in the head. <laughs> oh, that's well, not fun. We yeah. don't know.
0: Doc Holliday could have been there and just like fucking just disappeared in yeah. a cloud of smoke. Yeah. yeah. It is amazing. Like you could just kill someone incredibly easy back then, like and get away with it.
1: Not like now. It's a whole now process. Kinda,
0: you got to think about it a little bit. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta, yeah, put you gotta, more thought. Yeah, it a little bit Davis. more effort, I guess. I miss when you could just hit somebody with a rock, yeah. right? Guys?
0: <laughs> I miss when <laughs> you just tell someone to pet a rabbit and get up behind. <laughs> 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 so-
1: <laughs> yep. See you later, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Lenny. <laughs> been good been fun actually not really <laughs> yeah, that's not been great it should have been kind of a, <laughs> been a little less than fun <laughs> came up dropped, fell a little short pretty sure fun. that's the line gary city says <laughs> 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 oh god and uh
0: we i love this line though you know this is a very comic book line where doc holiday says the last charge of Wyatt Earp and his immortals. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I I wonder who put that in
1: Hey, trailer for Tombstone 2, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> Is Tombstone 2 still <laughs> shooting? <laughs> yeah, because, like, you would think it would be over after Johnny. Yeah it, it, yeah,
0: it felt like, well, that's the... I mean, technically, he was the Motaro, but... No, it's
1: like, no, let's just cloud him some more. Yeah, and... uh and they you know, do we, they do clown him, Daniel, because you get like scenes where like fucking Doc Holliday is like hanging from a horse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll just say the horse. What do y'all think of the horse stuff? Because I thought they shot the horse riding and all that super awesome. Like in some movies, oh, yeah. it feels yeah, like runtime. Oh no, it was but great. In this movie, it's dope.
1: When he does that thing where the guy looks over and hey, there ain't nobody on that horse, and that's. <laughs> it was I, like I don't know. If- how accurate this
0: is but i think that was a native american move or like that was something that you know settlers learned from mm. seeing like from learning from that yeah that whole that whole like hanging out on the side i guess using your beloved horse <laughs> as a shield
1: the classic gotcha you know <laughs> the classic gotcha. got him hi little hi <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was so funny. It's like they've already killed both the bad guys at this point, but they're like, "Yeah, let's just kill some more, huh?" Fuck yeah, we him. just you... <laughs> we were having a good time. We got a little carried away, you know.
0: Well, we'll finish it off. Yeah, I think I think literally Wyatt Earp says that. Like, yeah, let's go ahead and finish it off. Let's just kill every son of a bitch within like, a... <laughs>
1: and they're hanging dudes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really dark movie, man. I it's do like, like the, the point fuck? where some people are like, "Is Wyatt Earp the bad guy?" Like people in the town are like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's going a little far. It's like at the end of, uh, it's like at the end of Night of the Living Dead when they're just making like body piles <laughs> and they're they're hanging zombies and shooting at yeah. them. You know, you're like, uh, are we that? Because <laughs> they're dressed all in black. They are going yes. around killing all the. Like at this point, they're like just like breaking into like guys having sex. Like there's like guys in bedrooms that- and he's like, nah, fucking shoot him, shoot him right in the dick. <laughs> Is that intentional with, like, say, the poster art, like, trying to evoke the four horsemen? Oh. I, yeah, I think
0: it's definitely supposed to have that reflection of these. Like,
1: we're bringing about the apocalypse to the Old West? <laughs> yeah.
0: Just cleaning it, The clean Operation Clean Slate.
1: <laughs> yeah, as Kurt Russell has always said, he's like, yeah, no, the horsemen of the apocalypse, the good guys, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know? The, <laughs> yeah, I read that the part. Of the earth,
1: right? That's good shit. I assume they were lawmen. There's that part where Bill Pax is like, you believe in God or something? He's like, I don't know
0: yeah yeah that's true that's true i think he's supposed to be
1: satan or some shit what do you think happens when you die he's like i don't know you die no he's uh he's death yes and uh that makes doc uh famine (laughs) no this makes sense bill paxton is uh pestilence (laughs) what is good old sam elliott (laughs) That make him war. Yes, it really is war. Dude, maybe like Kurt Russell just took that Faust thing a little too serious during that show, man. <laughs> He's sitting there watching that and going, "Hey, yeah. well, because he, he does say he goes, I am become.' Because oh, he does say, who played the devil?' And that's what is re- revealed as uh, what's her name, you know. And
0: she has like a million pounds of hair just <laughs> yeah. hiding in that mask. But I like that, like that. He was
1: just really excited about that. He's like, "Tell me more about that devil character.
0: You know, they like, well, how cool. does that work. Like, <laughs>
1: He's a real law and order type of guy. (laughs) Yeah, it's a certain... um... So they just kick his ass out of Kansas City? Is that what happened when they're like, dude, you should just retire and leave? Yes, uh... I did
0: read that he had to uh, basically get out of town after all that because people did not want him around after killing all those people.
1: (laughs) It's the same thing that happened here. Yeah, he
0: died in L.A. Right? Didn't he, yeah, because that one LA. guy cried yeah. like a bitch at he his was
1: funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he had a f- he had a few uh, uh, consult roles right. for early westerns in the in the late twenties. Uh, I know John Wayne claimed to have met him. Yeah, he bopped John Wayne in the head like he did that kid in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was it.
0: <laughs> oh, you think you're a cowboy? Ba- <laughs> <laughs>
1: like he when he first met john wade he went into his trailer slapped a guy around he said so i get 25 percent now huh john i'm your agent now
0: <laughs> oh man yeah yeah the um it, the more I, I think about this movie the more it is one of those who's
1: is anyone good <laughs> it's just like it's just cobra the old west you know western cobra yeah. i guess i guess sam
0: Elliott is the good one i mean he's he's always yeah. he tried his best got shot in the arm and just went left tombstone and was like i'm gonna be a sheriff of a nicer town
1: yeah he did it right it's that no country for old men ending where he's just like nope noping on out <laughs> yeah, of there fuck this it's like this shit's getting a little too hot for me by the way i love how um so he goes back to josephine after
0: he kills everybody and um and after doc holliday dies he, he visits doc holliday and doc holliday's the one that's like hey yeah you know i'm dying bro like yeah the, he does say
1: that line i'm dying bro yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's they stole that <laughs> for reservoir Dogs, where he's just laying there going fuck you i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> say the fucking word. yeah
0: he, he he's dead because <laughs> the priest is read, reading his last rites or
1: whatever but he gives him that book you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a real bromance um, between these Do you two think guys. if he opened the book it would just be empty? He's like, I just got the cover going. I'll <laughs> fill it in later. It's, <laughs> it just says cough blood here. <laughs> he coughed blood a lot. My friend Doc. <laughs> he coughed blood a lot. <laughs> Good. You guys, if I go first. <laughs> hey, he was there when I shot Johnny Ringo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have held on to that, too. Like, oh, yeah, he had me come up. Took care of that, so we'll real quick.
1: Apparently, Val Kilber, uh, <laughs> to pretend like he was dying, laid on a bed of ice in this scene.
0: Oh, he is... For his final yeah.
1: scene, yeah. Method actors, uh, man. Can't just fucking act. Come on. A bed of ice. <laughs> and,
0: oh, and... <laughs> And there was definitely like a larger piece of ice right up the crack to really. Oh yeah, you got to. Just the yeah, tip you of the, get the iceberg that right ice. that ice enema, man. As you know, what would be weird? That'd be the worst time where you find out you have a fetish, and he just has a raging boner though <laughs> whole time. He's like, "Turns out ice is my He's thing." Like, yeah, dude,
1: he was pitching a tent that whole scene. That's now why gotta, Kurt gave him the book. Now I gotta get like a mold. <laughs> he gave him the book. He's like, "Doc, come on, man, get decent. <laughs> Do it, dude. See, so you've <laughs> already got a bookmark." <laughs>
0: So Earp, after that, he goes to Josephine, and I love this where he tells her he gives this whole fucking speech of like, "Whatever, I'm going to be with you forever. I don't care, rich or poor." And she says, "Don't worry,
1: Wyatt, my family's rich." Oh God, what a fucking <laughs> ending, right? Oh man, Wyatt, I got <laughs> yeah. the money. I oh, don't worry, I'm rich. Also, like, what happened to all Wyatt of <laughs> 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 What happened to all Wyatt herbs pimping money? seriously hey dude it's hard out there for a pimp yeah maybe he was
0: paying his posse i don't even know
1: pimp and maybe he easy. had to pay for all the funerals like bad guys too you know oh oh god that's it just took it out of me he's like i gotta look up he got the way. bill at the end he's like shit i gotta get out of town man <laughs> i love how i'd r- rather take the <laughs> ice dildo
0: i love all the makeup they put on them in that scene where you see them in the coffins i'm like why do they make them look like dolls
1: they like, did that the- apparently like, that's that was weird. a thing back then. Yeah, that was a thing. all rosy that's cheeks. definitely a thing. Mm. Well, you know. Mm. I'm a real boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why. When you go to the pearly gates, you gotta act like Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where she got the name Big <laughs> <Victor.
0: laughs> Dose. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we get the narration at the end, and then we find out that Tom Mix is a little bitch. <laughs> I love that so much. The last line <laughs> of this movie. is our <laughs> takeaway.
1: Tom Nix wept like a bitch (laughs) good day everybody (laughs) i hope that guy Uh, was alive (laughs) memory (laughs) atomic (laughs) and i hope he sees this
0: well guys um i i need to know this i i want to know um what you know y'all know rate my rate the movies by different mustaches you get the full fu manchu you get the walrus mustache for uh pretty damn good you get the horseshoe mustache for eh. i'm not even going to say what the last one is because there's no fucking way y'all would give this a hitler mustache oh i said it what, no that's mike, only what, the maddening
1: or you could give it the jordan hitler mustache yeah
0: <laughs> mike what, what do you give this movie
1: oh uh, wait what was the the first one is fu manchu And Then what is it Walrus. Walrus? Walrus. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's between those. Okay. I'll give it... It I'll just, you know what? I'll give it a Fu Manchu, because I'm not into that half-rating shit. Oh, like... Like, Like, you tell me it's a scale of, you know, one to five, and then all of a sudden it becomes a (laughs) ten. This ain't Star Search, motherfucker. We ain't doing three and three-quarters baby. Like, you can't give somebody a fucking... By the way, five stars of Mustachio Podcastio on iTunes and everywhere else you find the podcast, right? Oh, and, and you know what Absolutely. else? Give, give the Mustachio Podcastio a-, a Fu and Manchu. And you don't like give it a goddamn four and a half. You say a full Fu Manchu, and that's what I'm going with, because this is a hell of an entertaining movie. It's an easy watch. It is a mess of a movie, but what a glorious mess. I loved it. Oh, yeah. How about you, Bobby? Oh, Fu Manchu all the way. I had a blast. I really enjoy Westerns, and this is exactly the kind of stuff I enjoy. Like, it, it's really hammy. You know, we're really playing to the back <laughs> row on a lot of this, especially with Kurt. And uh it's just, this is, you know, this is great for, like, an afternoon. Yeah. You know, it's just everything. Everything about this was just a good time all around, man. I'm all for it. You know, I got... uh I got one gun for each Yeah, I was so happy for it. (laughs) So it must have been nice. Like, you haven't seen this since it came out. And, like, you were a kid. And you're you're wondering, like, eh, is it going to hold up? And you're just having a blast. And it totally does, man. I was just like, I felt like I did when I watched it the first time. I was like, yeah, cowboys and shit, I'm bummed I didn't see this as a kid. Because this would have been, this is a hell of a movie for kids. You know, like a young boy. This is great. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And what blew me away was the fact that I remember so much
0: seeing this on my dad's you know 24 inch crt television and seeing this in like full-blown 4k like i could see every single sweaty pore of doc holiday's face (laughs) (laughs) it's just amazing to me the soundtrack sounded great on on you know the sound system it was amazing i give this of course a full fu manchu recommendation even if you're not in this is one of those movies that um you know, the when I played heavy music, I used to always get people to say, like, I don't even really like heavy music, but y'all are pretty good. I'm like, Thank you. Um <laughs> Appreciate it. If you're not into westerns, this is a movie that you will probably enjoy. Like it is so much fun. It is a mess, but it's a wonderful, fun, adventurous mess, you know. I just you, there's so much to, to love about it. So yeah, definitely a full Fu Manchu. Um, do y'all have any... Um, is that the first
1: pl- full chew all around? All around? I think
0: so. This is, Damn. is this the
1: first unanimous one? Is this the first shared mustache? I think so. Well, that's it, guys. The podcast officially ended today. Yep. Shut, shut, it, shut down. it down. Oof, we finally, finally did it. Dad, the burned discs are coming to you in the mail, baby. Yep, shave those <laughs> mustaches, everybody. Next week, Daniel's starting his new podcast, which Bare is all...
0: skinless... <laughs>
1: bare skin lipped movies (laughs) no facial hair whatsoever (laughs) we're we're chopping it up (laughs) we're just a sideburn (laughs) podcast does the grind
0: bin have any plugs for the show
1: oh the grind bin it's a podcast you can find us on any sort of podcast app right Um, or you can just just you know what you don't even listen just join the patreon Patreon. Patreon. patreon.com slash grind bin (laughs) That's our favorite Yeah, just like, all like, the Yeah, just jump right in and go, you know what? Like, two bucks a month, whatever. You know? Check it out.
0: I got like a I got some solid downloads from Romania. Hey, Romania guys, tune into the Grime bit.
1: <laughs> Yeah, you can hear Daniel really let loose yeah. on the, the Patreon mini-shows. <laughs> yeah, Damn, dude. What's up, Vlad? How you doing? <laughs> you can hear Daniel's like, uh, real thoughts on the character of Donkey Kong, because, man, he's got some hard-ass takes on that, so...
0: Yeah. Speaking of that,
1: absolutely. And 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 yeah, anyone who's a fan of the podcast you who hasn't heard the Grime Bin before, I know it's mentioned a lot on the show. Uh, you know, we follow uh, grindhouse exploitation films. Yes. And uh, so if you if you like this show, you're bound to like ours too. It's all in the family, baby. <laughs> White fire. White fire. You hear a lot of the same guests, uh, including Tim. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah if you like Tim if you you know you got Tim who's also the co-host of Eddie who's been on the show before his bloody bits podcast it's all it's
1: all a big fan as Tim so. calls it the patreon a, a many headed yeah, Tim beast. calls it the patreon at bloodybits.com
0: <laughs> is that what he said Perfect. yes
1: <laughs> oh god oh I was just glad he has a computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad his grand. You know, I did say it, like I'm not even going to say this on the grind bed. I'm going to say it on your podcast. I said this before we recorded. He did get a fan letter today, so oh yeah, he was very he's very excited. I did show it to him, so we love oh. you too. And we can't have that. He's never <laughs> coming on any of these shows again.
0: Yeah, yeah, he. You know, he we we've been going back and forth. So I, I'm he's banned from the show for at least two months just for bringing up Jordan's Hitler
1: mustache. <laughs> That's the Jordan we all remember. <laughs> the Fury. It was like his new gimmick, you know. He was coming in. He's like, uh, eh, play for the Wizards now," you know. You think there was a kid? Like, I didn't like the silhouette so much of the shoes <laughs> at that point. I miss. I miss the dunk. I didn't like the goose. You think dunk. there was
0: a kid that got a marker and wrote it in his on ma- uh, the top of his lip, a little Hitler? And he said he wanted to be like Mike. <laughs> 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 all right, all Well, thank y'all so much for joining the show, guys. This is awesome. This was a blast,
1: man. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so too. much.
0: Hell yeah. I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good one.
1: Oh, wait. Are you not, uh, doing, the not doing the impression? Uh, Wait a just, minute. I was just going to throw it in later. Daniel! <laughs> <laughs> do <Daniel.
0: laughs> well, You really want me to do an yeah, impression? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's part of the show. I listen right. to the Mustachioed Picasso anyway. Okay. Impression well, I'm real I'm gonna,
0: time. Uh, I guess I'll do two
1: two characters um <clears throat> oh man here we go and a scene from tombstone <laughs> a yeah. selection but in-
0: quick impressions is something on your mind just want to let you know you're sitting in my chair is that a fact yeah it's a fact for a man that don't go heel you run your mouth kind of reckless don't you no need to go heel to get the bulge on a tub like you is that a fact mm-hmm that's a fact well i'm real scared damn right you're scared i can see that in your eyes all right now go ahead go ahead skin that smoke wagon and see what happens well you listen mister i'm getting awful tired of you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's oh, fantastic. God damn. I'd give you chills. The acting class would have done the slow Absolute clap chills. for sure. Oh yeah. You, you skinned my smoke wagon There
0: you one. go guys. That's all, That's all I got. That
1: was great. You were going to hold I that re- for no audience. Come on now. Eh, uh, you know. <laughs>
0: I feel like I did it so many already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been doing impressions this whole yeah. episode, but that was the one I just ended wanted to on, prove man. that I listened to the show. Yeah. <laughs> there we go (laughs) thanks
0: thanks mike (laughs) all right guys well y'all have a good one